Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know what? Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> Rise and shine, Guggen. Yeah. Hope your Friday's off to a better start than mine. Where you at? What you doing right now? I'm trying to get my equipment straight. I granted my equipment. Equipment would be probably too strong a word for these stupid earbuds that I can't get untangled. My dog, stay wrestling with them earbuds. Man, I am in a full Nelson with these jokers, man. How can this happen? This is placing them from A to B. Hold on, hold on. We got, we got progress. Uh, if that's the worst thing that happens to me today, it'll be a good day. Welcome aboard. Thanks for being up and at him with us as we get you into a weekend that I guess no longer includes football. That's okay with me. Um, I am going to about to say something and offer absolutely zero apologies for it. Okay? Here we go. LeBron, Trey Young, Steph Curry. Maybe you like watching Giannis or... Jokic, maybe you're a Dame Time guy. Maybe you put on old YouTube videos and watch Kobe and Mike. I don't know what your flavor of the year is. I know my favorite basketball player was draining jumpers from the logo last night. Yes, she was. I'm on board the Caitlin Clark train. I ain't getting off, E. I'm not getting off. I'm riding. I'm riding the Kayla Clark train as she is going to pass ultimately here Pete Maravich for the all-time score in, in, in all of college basketball. Uh, she saved her best for, for a record-breaking night. She had 49 last night. 49. This girl hits shots like within the framework of the offense that if you just looked, you'd think she was trying a game winner. I mean, like floating off-balance threes from six, eight feet behind the line. That's what she broke the record on. Was a shot. It looks like a shot where you're – a lot of shots in college basketball these days look like you're trying to beat the shot clock. That's how they fire them up. And so uh, my girl, Caitlin Clark, uh, the all-time scoring leader in women's basketball, but could very well pass Pistol Pete Maravich. And last night was, like, if you had to put a highlight reel of, like, who is Caitlin Clark, last night would have been the night. So I'm going to start with just a little bit of a nod to, it's not even a women's hoops. It's, it's, it's not even to basketball. It's to her, man. She's a, um, she's a dynamo. That's what she is. She's a dynamo. And. Uh, last night set the all-time scoring record for women's hoops. And again, she is within distance of Pistol Pete Maravich here at some point. Uh, he, no one will have scored more points in the history of college basketball than my girl Caitlin Clark. In, in fact, I learned this morning I have company. I didn't know this, but... Um, oh, gosh. Your, your, your guy... Uh, man, I'm drawing a blank here all of a sudden. Who that? Legler. Tim Legler, Tim, yeah, yeah, the former. He's on with the Van Pelt on Sports Center and does always does some, you know, the NBA t- today or this week or fast break or whatever they call it on ESPN uh, was on there, and he recently admitted his favorite ba- basketball player to watch is Caitlin Clark. So 
I, I'm like, I feel completely, you know, vindicated in my decision. I mean, that's top of the charts basketball uh, analyst right there. All right, when it comes to analyzing our Jacksonville Jaguars, um, a part of the storyline is going to be how does the defense take to their new defensive coordinator and to that in Ryan Nielsen, who came over from the Atlanta Falcons, met the media yesterday, or at least introduced himself to both us and to you, the Jacksonville Jaguars fan base. I guess first and foremost, every coordinator who approaches a microphone this time of year does so with a mission statement. And as such, this would be the MO for what Nielsen wants his defenses to be. There's some things, fundamental things, that tackling, takeaways, ball disruption, and pursuit. And that's what we're going to be about. Tackling, takeaways, ball disruption. You know, you have to be a good tackling defense to be a good defense. Takeaways are the number one way to limit points. Uh, ball disruption is um, making the offense play not on time. You know, we're, we're, we're taking away a, a running lane or making a ball bounce or disrupting the quarterback. And then pursuit, you know, keeping the ball inside, proper angles, you know, running and hitting. And so uh, that's what we're going to be about. That's what we're going to stress. That'll be the first thing we talk about with the guys before we even start talking scheme or, you know, stance or anything like that. We'll, we'll start at, at that will be our foundation and we'll go from there. Yeah, also known as the first day of Pop Warner football when you're seven, right? I, I'm not dismissing those goals, right? I promise you, Mike Caldwell wanted to pursue and tackle and angle and throw off key. Every last defensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah, I don't need yeah. the platitudes, baby. I need to see him on the field making plays. Every coordinator wants to do all of those things. That's the fundamental of just about every man who is running a defense at a high level. It's it's not the plan. It's the execution and perhaps the personnel, so those will all be a big part of it. And I'll let you hear more from Ryan Nielsen. Jeff, at, you preaching, huh? You preaching? Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, I, I again that you're gonna and, and you should you should hear this. We're gonna oh, we're gonna do that. We're gonna be this. We're gonna do that. You've seen your guys, right, Coach? Just checking. <laughs> um. It's it's fascinating to watch Tiger Woods age out. And by fascinating, I mean kind of sad. Now, look, here, the one thing that you can't uh, try not to be guilty of is this. You know, when Tiger takes these huge long breaks and comes back from his latest, you know, career-ending injury, we expect, I think, for him to shoot like 66 every time he goes out. And when Tiger Woods was in his prime, he would have rounds of one over par, right? But now it just seems so desperate uh, because he's aging and because of where he's heading and because of his his, his limits physically. That I almost feel like if he if Tiger didn't go out and like wow you three or four under, then now yeah, just as I suspected, he's through. Tiger did do one thing yesterday on the 18th hole. He did one thing that just is uh, it's it's it is the worst thing that a golfer can do, and we've all done it. He shanked the ball. Who's the greatest, maybe, of all time? Tiger Woods. An iron approach on 18. He's even par. He's playing pretty good. He's up and down. At this point, he's made like five birdies and five bogeys. Or, yeah. Yeah, five birdies and five bogeys at this point. He's even par. Which, by the way, is, you know, puts you in like the top 50. He's hanging around there. I think he even actually ended. He's ended inside the cut line. But anyway, he's on the 18th fairway. He has made a birdie on 17 to get back to even. 
And he just, middle of the fairway, right center fairway, going to tack a back pin. He literally hosel rocketed one dead right. Just shanked it. Ah, one thing I don't like about Tiger, and he might be right. He might be so great as an athlete that we should trust these things. You know, every time something goes crazy, there's all of a sudden something wrong. A glute wasn't firing, a back spasm. <laughs> my uh, man my man shanked it and then told me he had back spasms the last couple uh, of So, Tiger, let me get this straight. You're in the middle of that downswing, and that back spasm shanked it over there, did it? It's like when a basketball player misses a layup or something, and he hits the ground. That's oh, something, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And, and so, Tiger's, you know, that limp and that forlornness would always be worse on Tiger's comeback attempts when he's not playing well. But yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not giving you, I'm not giving, I'm not chalking up that shank on 18 to back spasms. I'm chalking it up to nobody, not even the greatest, can leave the competitive, you know, arena and then step right in and not have some, some hiccups. And that is a, a hiccup to say the least. But overall, I mean, a somewhat encouraging start for Tiger. Look, for Tiger Woods, it's all going to be about can he and most of you well into the 90th percentile, think no way in heck is Tiger ever going to win another major. I'm on an island on that one. I do think we're going to have a weekend. If he can stay healthy and play, just as healthy as he is now, he. And Doc Murphy has told us, this is it. This is as good as he can get. They did a great job to get him to this point. But if he can stay this healthy without future setbacks, without another neck surgery or back surgery, I got to think the next big one will be it for Tiger. He'll finally have had enough. But if he can just be this healthy for the next seven, eight years, he will contend at the Masters. He darn sure will. It'll be a Sunday afternoon, and the buzz both at Augusta and in the sports world will be Tiger Woods' 500 par tied for second one shot back. That will happen. I feel I, I, I believe that. And the reason why before you all, I hear you out there, you negative Nellies. Here's why, E.T., a little golf lesson for you. Educate me. The greats in golf. I mean the greats, Nicholas, Sneed, uh, Byron Nelson, Tom Watson, um, the greats, they almost all of them flirt with a championship at a stupid age that you would have never thought they would have been there. When Jack Nicholas was 46, he won the Masters. He hadn't won in like eight years when he won that golf tournament. When he was 56, he finished fifth. 56-year-old Jack Nicholas, maybe six, finished fifth or sixth at the Masters at 56. Tom Watson was, I believe, 59 when he went to a playoff at the British Open. Even Greg Norman at the British Open, deep into his 50s. Great Hall of Fame level, great golfers in history have a swan song, miracle, flirtation. Uh, Phil Mickelson won the PGA at 50, 51 years old. Now, none of those guys have had the health issues that Tiger has. Let Tiger get in a rhythm of two or three years where he can actually play the golf schedule that he wants, that he can practice. Maybe he can't do all those things. And if he can't, then I take the statement back. I've got to have that if, if I'm going to get my then. 
And so in an if-then situation, if those things are if, I, I do think he can uh, make his way back. And so to that end, shooting a one over par yesterday after a long, long layoff um, is certainly not a terrible thing. All right, we are getting now some further details on what happened in, in Kansas City at that that parade shooting. And, yeah, we are learning this isn't a mentally ill, you know, um, mass shooter. This is just a bunch of punks, man. A bunch of punks getting in fights and shooting off guns in the middle of a million people. Gosh, dog, we're stupid in this country, man. Just stupid. I'll give you the latest on what the police are saying, what they think happens, and it does look like the shooting stemmed from a dispute. There's no better or worse. I mean, the bullets flew, people died, others are injured. Regardless of what the motivation or what led to it was. But we'll give you the details on that. We'll talk to Captain Kevin Favor, see what's happening out on the waterways, and much more up and rolling here. It's a GFL Friday on the drill. I'm just stacking stats for the Daily's Double Take that's coming up here in just a second. It'll be around my girl, Caitlin Clark, my favorite athlete to watch these days. How about that? I'm going to take it one step further. Until baseball starts, at least. I tell you, the most surprising thing about Caitlin Clark last night, setting this all-time scoring record in women's basketball, that doesn't matter to me. It's how she plays. It's not even the milestone. It's that her 49 points set an Iowa school record, which just made me slap my face. What do you mean? She didn't have the Iowa school record already? That, that was the biggest surprise. Her 49 last night beat the 48 of the uh, previous. She's the only girl in, 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 in the college basketball history with 3,000 points and 1,000 assists in the single year. And by the way, it was her third 40-point, 13-assist game. There have been three of those in history. All three by her. I'm just saying. Let's bring in uh, on the hotline. Let's uh, bring in Captain Kev, see what's happening out on the waterways. I, I don't I don't study it like you do, Kev, and I don't play a lot of golf on the weekend, but it, it what, what does it look like as far as weather? We're supposed to get some rain blowing in? <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a washout. Yeah, uh, we had that I mean, last yeah, week, didn't we? Or two weeks we ago, we did. We we did. We did. And you know, we've had such a beautiful week of fishing. You know, um, as a matter of fact, um, today we were talking about this on the forecast show last night. Today's the day. I mean, today's probably the best weather day we've had um, in in 2024. I know it's you know hasn't been a, well, hasn't been that long, but still. Um, I mean, northwest at five days, sees two feet or less. I mean, there's a bunch of people going wahoo fishing. Um, there's you know, obviously the the inshore fishing is is you know going to be great. And, and here's the thing, you know, we we don't get to do it very much. Um, and and I'm not fishing today, but if I was, I would probably hit some of the the near shore wrecks. You know, this time of year they hold uh, a lot of drum, they hold a lot of uh, yellowmouth trout, they hold a lot of sheep's head. You know, people don't think about going offshore. You know, to do that, to bottom fish, but man, it is so much fun. I mean, it's, it, you know, usually you go out there and you catch, you know, some small little red snappers and, and sea bass and stuff like that. But but this time of year, those those little wrecks that are, you know, four or five miles offshore, which there's a bunch of them, uh, they, they, they hold a lot of fish. That, that's what I would do if I was doing it today. Um, but like I said, I, I know I know for a fact that there's a bunch of guys going to fishing because the ocean ocean's supposed to be beautiful. Well, it's good eating too. I mean, it's a lot of times oh, you go that bottom fishing yeah. out there. You're eating good. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, this is the really honestly this time of year um, to uh, you know to, to kind of put some uh, some meat in the freezer. You know, I mean, you know, you know, with your drum and your sheep's head, uh, the um, limits are pretty liberal. You know, unlike redfish. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, redfish one. You know, you go you go inshore fishing right now, and and uh, you know you catch you know one red. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, that, that that's dinner for 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 tonight. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. By, by the way, they they've just and I don't know. We we talked about this again last night. The redfish have been so finicky uh, this this week. Um, literally, we're seeing hundreds of fish. I mean, you just sit there and see these huge schools coming down the bank. It's like, all right, guys, get ready, you know. And 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 you you throw your cage of thunder out there with a live shrimp, and they just they just swim right on by it. You're know, like, you got. It's just, it drives you nuts, man. That's oh, like when, it's like it's like when you're sight fishing for bass when they're spawning and you're throwing yeah. it on the bed and it's just right there and you'll see them like kind of cock the head and all they almost nip at it of like frustration like a mother dog does at her puppies. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. It's it's um as a charter captain, it's it's one of the most exciting things you'll ever do. But then when you come back, and you've only caught like two fish. You know, you're like. Sorry, guys. I mean, you saw them just like I did. You know, so it, 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 there's, it doesn't matter who you are, Jeff. You're not going to get them to bite. If they don't want to bite, they're not going to bite. You know. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've I've had you know over my career, I've had plenty of those days where you know it's it's uh it you know whenever you whenever you charter a captain, um, it, it's not it's not a guarantee. You hey. know, there's 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 no guarantees about it. But uh, those days are frustrating. But the good news is, is there's plenty of them. I mean, so I think I think as the the water gets a little bit warmer, it's still 61, 62 um, that these 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 fish will fire off. But well, we should. Yeah, get, look, you know me, I love my look, surf fishing. That's about the time with you know. Yeah, and it's and it's and it's um it's 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 really slow yeah, right now. It has I, I been. talked to Scott about that last night, and uh, we we talked to a couple of tackle shops and stuff. And um, what's it, the it, rationale it, on that? It's it's water temperature. Yeah. Yeah, it's you need to be like sixty-five they're, 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 to seventy. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You know, you know as well as I do that uh, it, it, it's it, we're we're right there. You know, I mean, it's um, uh, it's that water temperature is it, it, it needs to bump up. You know, seven or eight degrees, which is probably a couple weeks. So we just got to be patient um, and, and and fish for what we can fish for right now. But yeah, I, I mean, looking at the forecast, I mean, hell, I get I don't know what they're going to do for the five hundred. Yeah, it looks it looks ugly. I mean, uh, ET and Yoda were going to go down for the race. I'm, I think they may be second guessing. It looks like a Monday finish for me. They they had qualifying last night. I you know I, I talked this week a little bit about NASCAR and 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 you know how its popularity seems to ebb and flow. And I think what ha- I'm starting to wonder if the way the season starts at Daytona and how this track can be set up for you know outside of NASCAR fans, no names to win if it does a disservice. You know what I'm saying? Like if, uh, yeah, when you when you click on today, okay. I mean, with all honesty, if if I ask you, um, who who Tyler Reddick is? Do you even know that who that is? No, no I, I don't. I, right, I, he won a duel last night. Tyler Reddick, yeah, you know, won a duel last night. So I just yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's great for the sport, and you know, like you know, Sindrich and. McDowell and some of these guys are good race car drivers. I get it, but they're not Waltrip and Wallace and Earnhardt. There's like the staying power. It's like once NASCAR went cor- corporate with that, and I've just completely gone off on a tangent here on your fishing report. But, no, that's okay. But that's they, okay. when they when they went corporate, when things were good with the Gordons and Jimmy Johnsons yeah. and 
and and and they transition to more that level driver rather than pulling some grease monkey from underneath the car in Gastonia, North Carolina, putting his rough edges for the world to see and letting him just slam bam race cars for a living. It's not what they do now. It's too, you know, yeah. feel like no, they're no, in no. wind tunnels and simulators <laughs> and they wear hair gel and and the names yeah. don't yeah. stick. I, it's it's I've totally lost interest. And and I was, I grew up one of the biggest NASCAR fans you could imagine. I mean, it was it was a huge ordeal for us to take twenty friends, you know, uh, and, and and go down there on Sunday and 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 spend the whole day cooking and and then even after the race we would stay and hang out. I mean, it was a, it, it, I mean, you would you would think you know, fifteen years ago, I'd think God, I'm going to do this the rest of my life. And now I don't even know who's driving. <laughs> well, again, I, I, there's yeah. not been this. I, I don't. It doesn't have the same attraction, man. It I mean, the, the pull to Richard it Petty doesn't. or Dale Earnhardt mm-hmm. is so much different than the pull to, you know, Kyle Busch or Kevin Harvick yeah. or the well, oldest even, names. Even even we can go back to hey, whoever builds the baddest car. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, those guys drove around and with cigarettes in their mouth. And, <laughs> right. You know, Window open. Out. Yeah, for sure. It was it was a stock car, right? You yeah, a a car you went and car. bought, and how yeah. fast could you make it go? Yeah. What, I just all right. One last, just a little little pop quiz for yeah. what, about, what about Christopher Bell? You ever heard him, Christopher Bell? No. Yeah, that'll be your no. other winner of the duels last night. That's your front row at the Daytona 500. Gentlemen, start your engines. Tyler Reddick and Christopher Bell will lead you to the green flag. Yeah. yeah. You know, yep. just don't know. Don't know if that's great overall for the sport. No, but I don't need it, buddy. Anyway, uh, thank you. Either. Thank you, Kev. Have a great week. I'll sort of show Have tomorrow. Have a great weekend, buddy. Yes, sir. Yeah, right. We'll all be there. This should be fun. All right, my man. There he goes. That's uh, a Captain Kevin favor. Today's fishing report. Um, And by the way, you, you don't have to come at me. I know, NASCAR fan, that you know all these things. I get it. You know, just as I know, you know, who's on the AAA Braves roster, right? You know, but they don't. That wouldn't be building baseball fans if I was presenting it to non-baseball fans. And and at the end of the day, to be honest with you, in in, in fairness, maybe some of this is is age, right? You know, as I get older, and as long as I've now been covering NASCAR, I never co- covered NASCAR a lick until I started television in Jacksonville in the early nineties. You know, first time I ever went down to Daytona was nineteen ninety one, which now is a long time ago. It was a different game, man. It was a different era. It was easy to get on board. It was fun. It was open. You know, uh, E, back in the day, imagine if you went to a Jaguar game on Sunday and if you wanted to go down early, you could just mill around the locker room and ask the guys questions as they taped, yeah. as they taped up. NASCAR used to be like that. You walk around the garage area, you'll walk right. You know, Daryl Waltrip can be under the hood of his car and you sidle right up next to him with a microphone and talk to him while he's doing it. Oh, he tuning that thing up. Get and that's changed now. They don't do that in NASCAR anymore. No, no, no. It's a media day. Like I said, they went all the, you know, mainstream, corporate, and it lost its blue-collar, redneck charm, if you ask me. And, you know, some sports ain't meant to go national. You can sell NHL hockey in Moultrie, Georgia, until the cows come home. They ain't watching. Just as you can sell NASCAR a lot in New York City, and they don't care. You know? And he's, he's bored sometimes. They get so caught up in this notion of inclusivity and growing their brand. Instead of just strengthen it with your with your hardcores, which would be enough. But the duels last night did bring all those things you turn a NASCAR race on for. Final lap passes, fiery crashes. You got it in both. And uh, 
uh, at the end of the day, the biggest news really to me was that uh, Jimmy Johnson, you know, do, you do know that name, but this sums up NASCAR. Jimmy Johnson's chase to seven championships didn't carry near the steam that when Dale Earnhardt was trying to run down Richard Petty. I guess that's a perfect example. Jimmy Johnson won all those titles. He established himself as a name just as big as Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty. It was like, eh, meh, yawn. These old boys have a hard time retiring, though. They step away and retire, and before you know it, there's Jimmy Johnson trying to qualify for the uh, Daytona 500, which he did in one of the very, very final uh, few spots. But, hey, Kevin got me started down and wanted to mention, uh, I wanted to mention Daytona and and what's going on there. Um, well, it's happened. Every year this happens. When we get down to draft time and they start parsing over the quarterbacks, I remember, y'all seem to forget, not you guys in the audience, but the ones that said it. There were those there that said Zach Wilson and Justin Fields were better than Trevor Lawrence. There were those that stepped up. I think Chris Sims may have been one of them. There were guys, I don't, you know, sometimes it's that same they come from that same group of people who just want to be different, it seems, sometimes. But in this case, Tim Hasselbeck is not super controversial. He's an ESPN analyst. You know, he and his brother are both um, NFL players. Matt Hasselbeck certainly a lot more NFL playing time in his career. But Tim Hasselbeck is settled into being an ESPN analyst. And uh, as a former quarterback, certainly has valid opinions. But he has put a guy over Caleb Williams. He says he thinks Drake May of North Carolina is the best quarterback in the draft. So, in this quote-unquote silly season, where there's a lot more talk than there is action, um, I think others will put either he or Jaden Daniels above Caleb Williams. There is a segment of the narrative out there that Williams is like one of the tops to come along in a long time. We're gonna get, once we get into the grind here and the and your pro day and the combine and the measurements, all that good stuff. We'll see how that narrative, if it if it heats up or cools down. But there are those that'll tell you he's you know he's among the best quarterback prospects to come along in a long time. Of course, prospects before you're drafted don't mean diddly squat because I know people love to think back and recall that they knew Patrick Mahomes was a goat, but that's a lie. No one did, and he wasn't being talked about by anyone as better than so-and-so, was he? You heard some Deshaun Watson that draft year, but and even though Mahomes went above Watson, so the pros certainly were in on it, but there was no... Nobody was suggesting that Patrick Mahomes was a must-get. Let's just put it that way. And whereas now, obviously, without a doubt, golly, the Bears took Mitch Trubisky. Oof. By the way, Drake May is undraftable for the Bears for that very reason. Last time there was a GOAT in the draft class quarterback position, they passed on Patrick Mahomes, and they took Mitch Trubisky. They jumped to take Trubisky too, right? Yeah, from from two to one. Makes sense of that. When one wasn't going to go quarterback. But you know where Mitch Trubisky went to school? Uh, North Carolina. Yeah. Where's yeah. Drake May go to school? NC. Yeah. You're going to pass on Caleb Williams to draft a North Carolina quarterback in Chicago? Yeah, how about no? If Chicago goes quarterback, which I think they will, which gives us another fascinating page turner in the NFL this this offseason is where does Justin Fields land? Yeah. And how much of a difference does he make somewhere else? Because this will be it for Justin Fields. 
You know, you can blame Chicago and the weather and the offensive talent around him all you want. The next place he goes, if he don't pop, he wasn't good enough. The Jaguars' defense wasn't uh, good enough. That's that's for sure. We heard new defense coordinator Ryan Nielsen tell us at the beginning of our program yesterday, at the beginning of his press conference yesterday, what they were going to be about defensively, and then he went into all the platitudes that any coordinator would go. We're going to, you know, we're going to gang tackle. We're going to be good tacklers. We're going to be about pursuit. We're going to be about disruption. Yeah, you're going to be all those things. They're great in 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 plan, but you have to at the same time. Um, you got to pull it off. Every coordinator meets the media today and all those things. He didn't say anything yesterday. Mike Caldwell wouldn't have told you. There are questions though about Trayvon Walker. The Jags have been running the century three four. There, you know, is are you a four three? No coach now, by the way, will admit if they're three four or four three. It's like some big secret. We're both. We're a hybrid. Um, he was asked though about Trayvon Walker and how he will be used as his career. Hopefully, just keeps ascending after a ten sack year in twenty twenty three. Here's kind of our philosophy with the players: is is we're going to put the player in a position that he can have success first over the scheme, and so we're going to evaluate everything that he does well, and then if he can rush inside, then we'll put him inside. Gene, if he's more of a better outside rusher, we'll keep him outside. Yes, we've evaluated those things, but ten snaps is not enough to say that yes, he can do that or he can't do that, and so we'll we'll identify that once we get to OTAs and then, you know, and, and so it, it, the process is, is never ending, you know, and, and we'll, we'll put our guys in the best positions for them to have success. And then ultimately we will have success on defense and as a team. Obviously he's continuing to build his staff. He knows how important it is for Josh Allen. No, there ain't nobody plays in the NFL doesn't know how important Josh Allen is. Can't leave. He's a must to keep period. End of story. By hook or by crook, by franchise tag or a long-term deal, Josh Allen has to be on the Jaguars next year or we suck as an organization. That's a fact. Josh Allen has to be on the team anchoring this defense. And I think he will. I think he will. I don't think we suck as an organization. But if they let this guy go, if anyone decides that he wasn't worth this price point or not this or that or the other, y'all done lost me as a fan. The only good player we have. The only dominant player that we have on this football team right now is Josh Allen. The only one that went out and regularly took his guy and slapped him around for 60 minutes and called it a day. The only one. The only one we had at any position on the football field who went out week after week after week and beat his guy silly was Josh Allen. 26 years old. Prime of his career. We got to build around Allen and Lawrence. Filling some, filling some keys. All right. Um, talked about the roster he has inherited. I think we know, you know, again, the coach speak in these situations, particularly when he hasn't had his guys on the field, in some cases isn't worth spreading, you know, too far. So, obviously, his thoughts on the roster he's inherited is some good and some changes and still getting to know and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, meanwhile, last cut, ET15 on what, after his, you know, cram session of the personnel and the stats that they accumulated last year, what does this team need defensively? Yeah, really, like we talked about in the very beginning, you know, we want to be an attacking, aggressive uh, style of defense that runs the ball, you know, that goes and hunts the ball, um, you know, and just put the pressure on the offense. You know, that's just what that, that we feel that we can bring. That's just the style that we want to play. And so uh, we feel that, you know, when we talk to, to uh, Coach Peterson and, 
you know, complements what we're doing on offense, and, and we want to be very complimentary to the other side of the ball and, and um, you know, get them the ball as much as possible. And Trevor, and you know, because they've got a lot of talent over there and they're very good. And so, look, we just want to do our job and get the ball back to them uh, as many times as possible. And when we do that, we'll win a lot of games. <laughs> so really, that's kind of the, you know, just keep giving the ball back to the offense and in good field positions, and, and it'll be good in the end. Right. I mean, this is football 101. Every coordinator that met the media across the league said similar things that Ryan Nielsen said yesterday. Some, though, take that talk and those, and they put them into action, and they're a lot better at teaching and getting results than others are. Here's hoping Ryan Nielsen, he sounds like a defensive coordinator. You know, I like the energy. Um, well, what are you going to say or do at a press conference in February? You don't even know what your roster is going to be, right? You don't even know what the roster is going to be. And this just in is the brand spanking, spanking new defensive coordinator. He ain't going to have a lot of input in it, at least till they get on the field, you know, mini camps, training camp, and otherwise. Uh, what's up, Doc? Nothing good. Got that when we come back on the other side. And the football fix next on a Green for Life Friday on the drill. All right, we are back here on the drill. I'm going to get to a football fix and some news and notes from the league here in just a second. But right now, I'm going to offer up the pest of the day. Hope the luncher is not listening. The pest of the day brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Support a local and veteran-owned company with uh, Russell Skinner, uh, Jacksonville's own Tyler Terranez, former pilot. Mission Pest Solutions gives you a great mix of people who do it right. You need pest, termite, mosquito control. Support a local and veteran-owned and operated pest business. Look no further and contact Mission Pest Solutions today. 944-PEST. You'll speak directly with those owners and also get 25% off your initial pest or termite protection service. My pest of the day the Milwaukee Bucks organization. These jokers, man. They are coming across as really arrogant and annoying. All right? There's just a number of moves here. It's just... They hired Doc Rivers recently after they hi- after they fired, you know, their, their coach for a hot minute. Gosh, I can't... Was, was it Griffin? Who was their coach? Adrian Griffin? Yeah, wasn't it? No, who was it? Who was the coach for, for Milwaukee that they hired? I think got him from Toronto, didn't they? Yeah, it was Griffin. Right, yeah. Yeah, that they were happy that he got rid of the players? Yeah, they yeah, got Griffin. rid of him. They got rid of him, and then they came out and did their little sissy little dance on the court the day after, right? The players did. It's just a mess up there. And they've let Giannis go too far. Giannis is, is a menace. He's a quiet menace up there, pulling strings and doing this and that and firing coaches and hiring others. And, 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 and look, as an individual talent, he's an incredible player. But my pass today is the Bucks for just what they've done. First of all, you got rid of a great coach in Budenholzer to begin with, right? They also did something in the offseason. They brought in Damian Lillard, and they got rid of Drew Holiday without, I guess, the perspective – to realize they need Drew Holiday more than Dame Lillard. The Milwaukee Bucks were seventh in the league in scoring last year. Scoring is not a problem. 
They're 14th in defense. Holiday is a lockdown defender. I'd say maybe keep your defensive dudes and let the offense take care of itself. You've got Giannis and Middleton and, you know, and all these other guys. And so, lo and behold, yeah, the Bucs, that, that, that's great. They're number two in scoring now. No, they're already seven. They're up to number two in scoring. Meanwhile, in defense, in defense, they've fallen from 14 to 23rd. So just this this constant, you, you just won a title a couple, three years ago. You had a great nucleus, a coach. And whether you're letting Giannis make the decisions, whatever, and force you to get rid of Budenholzer, bad, dumb idea. Personnel moves. You know, it's not always great just to get the scorer and the high flyer and the sexy guy, Drew Holiday. You got that there, dude. It's only one ball. So my pest today is the Bucks for how they have now. And by the way, they they, they fire Griffin. They bring in, I, I think they're now 3-10 and 10 or 3-11 and 11 under Doc Rivers. Three and seven, three and I don't know what it is. It's terrible. It's the worst that Doc's ever been when in coaching a team for an eleven game stretch. You know, and so just the arrogance that they can just you know fire coaches willy nilly, pick up Doc Rivers in the middle of the year and go win a title. Stop it. Round one upset losers, Milwaukee Bucks. There you heard it here. Today's pest of the day. Brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Get your solutions with Mission. Pest solutions. Fire the band. We got a football fix. It's brought to you by the home course. George Creek Golf Club. Give him a call today. Best deal in golf. Uh, you'll have a good time. It looks like that shooting in Canada. I mean, it doesn't make it any different. Bullets still flew. A person died tragically. Still others, some still critically injured, but it apparently stemmed from a dispute between a bunch of punks. You go to a parade, packing heat, fully willing to shoot it. We need to load y'all up in a slingshot and fire your asses to the sun. Y'all are the problem, man. So, uh, we'll, we'll see. They're still trying to, uh, you know, you can only hold people for so long. I'm guessing if you're willing to bring guns and shoot up a parade, you're probably not a great candidate for not taking off. <laughs> they give you bail or bond or whatever it is you thuggy punks get. Uh, Bears legend Steve McMichael has been hospitalized. He was diagnosed with ALS in 2021 and that is unfortunately a death sentence, ALS. There's no extending it. There's no beating it. You just, you wait and you die. And so probably uh, nearing the end for McMichael Boy, they brought him to the hospital what they thought was pneumonia. Uh, you can't communicate, so they're guessing. Being treated for a urinary tract infection, he's going to go into ICU on Thursday night and asking for continued uh, prayers. Um, the current uh, Bears, with some moves yesterday, they released veteran safety Eddie Jackson along with guard Cody Whitehair. This is a time of year where you see some of these a veteran releases as team try as teams try and position themselves either financially or roster wise for the draft and free agency. Um, that is upcoming, and just 
a note from a mock draft that I saw. This would be a field Yates of ESPN. You know, Dan had a poll question yesterday, which direction would you want to go with that first-round draft pick? I mean, I'd be on board with who Yates has the Jaguars taken. By the way, in this mock draft, Brock Bowers, the tight end from Georgia, goes 16th, one spot ahead of where the Jaguars pick. But uh, Yates, for his part, has the Jags taken a very powerful center from Oregon, Jackson Powers Johnson, who he says was, quote, incredible for Oregon this past year, went down to the Senior Bowl and looked like one of the best players on the field. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Hick and Arrival more come your way next on a GFL. That's Green for Life Friday. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. This is how we do. It's Friday, Friday. You know it! Yes, sir! Wow, wow, wow. I need some emotion, boys. Hey! Ho! Hey, ho! Friday today has gone with a Caitlin Clark jersey dress. Apparently celebrating the, the gender. And it, and it fits so well. Yeah, you know. She can wear it. Woo! I.E. Yup. This is not a good day for you and I. Uh-oh. What's wrong? Put the vase away. Oh, no. Oh, man. You're going to get mad at me. Oh, here we go. What's going on? I am filled to my eyeballs with... Negativity. Mm. I'm sorry. Man, what? We I'm sorry. Kill the music. Yeah, That's it. Here we Boom. go, man. Well, I know. I got, I got the Vaz brothers are headed for like a, a big problems. No, I can tell not. you guys. No, I can not. sense it. No, we're not. Yeah, it's shaky. We, it gets worse no. shaky every day. No, we ride together. <laughs> it gets shaky, though. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I am full of negativity. Towards? A lot. Sports, all kinds of issues. Everyone you think that'll gonna... be fine with me? I guess you fancy me if, like in favor of such It bothers things. E much more than it bothers okay. you. Okay, all right. All right, all right, okay, okay. You want me to start? I'll start with the Jags. Why yeah, not? Yeah, you've been negative about them for a while. I... Even when we speak off the, like, off air oh, yeah, and the I thing, am... you tense up and you, oh, yeah. you, 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 I'm you, negative. you, you hurl curse I'm really, words. And... I'm really perturbed by what happened still. At the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so am I. I'm over it a little bit more. No, that's but, yeah. not the negativity. No, I know. I hear you. I, I, I'm, I'm more perturbed what it comes by from today. It has to be something who's to do. making decisions. Okay. I'm perturbed by looking at the draft. Okay. I'm perturbed by Trevor not taking the next step. Okay. I'm perturbed by a end of the year press conference that was three weeks too late. I'm perturbed by the then press conference where I'm told that the center's good enough. I'm perturbed by a new defensive coordinator who came from what team, Jeff? The Atlanta Falcons. Who were what last year? No bueno. <laughs> I'm perturbed when I went and looked up the stats on this guy. Uh, and 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 the best I could find was the Falcons were eighth against the pass. The Jags were 22nd. Otherwise, they were right where the Jags were. Mm. What's the diff? Um, personnel, maybe. Maybe feel like you got a lot better personnel here. Okay. I, I don't, I'm not saying we do. I, I don't know. You know the Falcons. How was their defense? I'd say the Jags have a little better personnel. Yeah. But I'd say the Falcons probably did more with their personnel than the Jags well, that's did. That's good. Right? That's I mean, I'm good. just going by name value. The, the Jags have some, you know, I think they have four or five difference makers. I'm not sure Atlanta does. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, but they, they look, by the end of the year, Atlanta had good corners. They have an emerging linebacker. They got Grady Jarrett on that line. So, they're, they're you know, there's talent there, too. But yeah. I th- think the Jags had a little more, did a little less. Okay. 
I, you know, it's hard. It's easy to get frustrated. It's hard. It's this is a hard off season I to be introduced as a coordinator yeah, because pre- when you talk like you do, it just comes off as blah blah cliche. Sure, and but yeah. he's got to do it. Right. I'm glad he did it, and yeah. kudos to the Jags for having him do it. It's weird though. Was it not weird? Am I the only one? Maybe I am. No Peterson, no Balky to introduce him. Just up there by himself. Uh, he well, did I didn't all the think right of it things. one way or the other. But. <laughs> I mean, they just don't want to talk to the media, right? right? And I and it's his press conference, so I get that. Um, so, and he answered every question. And he said all the right things, and he won the press conference, and that's great. It doesn't mean squat. We've no, seen it all. Of course not. Yeah, so. they need more talent. Again, I told you guys too. I'm gonna stay this way. I'm not gonna sugarcoat anymore. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not, Jeff. I'm not. I'm not doing it. What did we sugarcoat? They bring me in. They lure me in. Oh. and then they crush me. You are. He's right. <clears throat> I feel like the yellow bird on the windowsill. What does that even mean? Lured him in with a piece of bread, and then I smashed his Why are you smashing head. yellow bird's head? Stop I'm the it. bird. They smashed my head. Uh, be all right. I love him, but, man. Although, I mean, you love know. Love-hate relationship right the more now. I hear, you know, The more you hear C.J. Stroud, the more you realize that Jags will never, Another ever win negativity. anything again. Who the hell does this guy think he is? Play his clip from the pivot last night, that's, please. That's e. Fred Taylor's podcast. He's with Freddie T right here. It is tough to... To look back and be like, man, like we we should have won it all. Like, yeah, no duh. But like sometimes it just doesn't shake like that, you know? So well, where did you go? I went to Florida. Come on, man. What is we talking about? I mean, but I won that. But CJ. I'm thinking he went to Bama or something. CJ, CJ. What nah, are we talking CJ, about? But you say you talk about I'm a the window. too. <laughs> Come on, what are we talking about? Y'all, we won no national championships. We did too. What do you want to talk about? I'm talking about Yeah, let's talk uh, about the recent in the last eight years. What have y'all done? Nothing. So it's, it's, it's hard. All right, stop, LSU stop, stop, stop. How dare he? Miss, How dare he? I miss C.J. Stroud winning the Natty. Who are you, C.J. Stroud? Where, where was I when C.J. won the Natty? I watched Georgia beat you. Yeah, uh, hold on a second. I miss C.J. winning the Natty. Is C.J. referring to Ezekiel Elliott's championship? I think that's what he was yeah. doing. He For real? By his own hey, person. boss, Ezekiel Elliott's 100, dude. What are you doing? Recency? <laughs> Recency? How's that Michigan rivalry going? It's a little disrespectful. I mean, C.J. Stroud, bro, you went to Ohio State that had everything. You didn't win jack, bro. Yeah. Fail. What are you talking about? Fred Taylor won a natty. Yeah. Ran for touchdowns in a national championship game, and you want to talk. And by the way, Florida also played Ohio State. Maybe you're too young to remember that one. You got killed in that one Maybe you ought to know where Freddie T went. How about that? Yeah, that's terrible. So a pox on C.J. Stroud, a pox on the Texans, a pox on that city. Yeah, I didn't need a another pox reason. on Charlton K. Ganey. Why? Why him? He lives there. Oh, okay. Just cause. Cause. Thank you. More negativity coming your way. Wow. I thought I was crazy. We had a this great, week-y. great, great moment in sport last night. My girl. My girl E. Uh-huh. My girl talking Kidding about my girl. girl. Why, why does every why does, girl. why does every like comment so have to be turned into song? Stop it! Stop! Stop! No bueno, bro. No good. And I want e, seriously. to say, uh-huh. be free. He <laughs> <laughs> lucky. I told you. I told you I was full of negativity. So anyway, here's Caitlin Clark, right? Mm-hmm. Jeff's girl. Having this unbelievable game. Setting mm-hmm. a scoring record. Right? Huh? And instead of us celebrating it, 
I got all these women in basketball, like, taking shots at her in a way. For real? For real. I don't understand it. I got, let's start with uh, Kim Mulkey. Kim Mulkey says. Uh-huh. Uh, That's the coach, right? Coach it, you know. Uh, uh, Kim Mulkey uh, said, we don't have any players shooting 40 times a game. Dang. Like you see around the country. That's not us. Kind of a shot, right? Yeah, that's a shot. All right. Then we got the South Carolina coach, Dawn Staley. Oh, I, I thought Dawn Staley was big up in her. What'd she say? Yeah, Dawn Staley. So she comes out. She takes her swipes. Where is it? <laughs> I mean, I don't understand all this, man. What did Dawn Staley say? They got, they got to, listen, you got to stick together, man. Where is it? Hold on. Stand by. Let me find it. Where's Dawn? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Dang it. Anyway, I'll find her. So then, I, and then, of course, you already have heard what Swoops had said. Yeah. Which yeah. were just fabricated lies yeah. about, about this record. Definitely She's the best shot. women's basketball player of all time already. So She never plays another dribble. She's the best girl to ever play basketball. Oh, this oh is, I don't know, man. So Dina I Tarazzi, do. Dina Taurasi was all right, man. So, yeah. so, so, she was. She and, she and Caitlin Clark. So Dawn Staley, uh, 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 there was a game this year where, where – Kalen Clark made the game, game winner, right? Uh-huh. In January. Yeah, they had that Michigan Don State. Don Staley game. goes to Twitter to post heck of a shot, but give the game ball to the ref for right. Dang. the which shooting foul call. Which it wasn't true, but there was also they were complaining that she got it off after the, the light, which wasn't true. Wasn't she true. got it off. She got it off all time, yeah. If Kelsey Plum set the record in four years, this is swoops. Caitlin should have broke that record in four years. Well, she did, but because there's COVID, there's another year. You know what I mean? She's already had an extra year to break the record. Not true. So is it truly a broken record? Yes. I don't know. I don't think so. But, yeah, that'll go in the record books. I don't think it should be. <laughs> I mean, that's Don Staley? My point is that that's, that's, that's swoops. Oh, yeah. So swoops, now I got yeah. three prominent. Listen, <laughs> here's the problem. It's ESPN's fault because they have empowered women's basketball to thinking they're on some sort of you know, level with all the other sports. They should all be sticking together going, this is great for women's right. basketball, which it is. Right. Why would you not? We which did that with is. Steph. She's Steph in the women's game. Why don't they do that, E? <sighs> so that bothered me, too. Uh, by the way, Less- again, you want to kill sports? You want to yeah. continue to kill sports? Yes. No, I don't. What, I what did they do on maybe the one, of, you know, just a chance to grow women's basketball, right? Caitlin Clark, very notoriety, you know, with great notoriety going for the scoring record. Uh-huh. They put it behind the paywall on Peacock. It's unbelievable. What do you mean? It was on Peacock. The game was on Peacock. Oh, the game last night. You're right. Oh, that's, was it on ESPN? No. Just dumb. Dumb. Really? Yeah, it was on Peacock. Uh, the ESPN had the South oh, Carolina-Tennessee game. Is that because they, uh, the Big Ten? Is going I, can, to I, I don't, yeah, I don't NBC. know the reason. Anyway, it's dumb. last bit of negativity, then I'll be done. The text line is uh, saying over and over again, Dan, that uh, women hating women is nothing new. <laughs> women hate women. Okay. Women on women hate is very Ooh, common. Man. They get catty. They should all, my point is, this is a situation where you should all bond together and celebrate the I, sport. She's terrific. I love her, dude. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I love watching her. I, I, In fact, I heard this. I find myself in great company. I didn't know this before. I've been saying for a while she's not... In, in fairness, haven't I said for a while she's my favorite player to watch? Absolutely. Right now? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Legler said the same thing. Legs. Legs. Yeah, Legler. You guys are analysts. Well, you know. Joe Gibbs. He they he is. I'm not. I just sit here with you and listen to y'all sing and drive me nuts. Last bit of negativity. Oh, man. I miss promise? The, I miss the old Tiger. I miss the old Tiger in this respect. 
I, and I'm, 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 he's a better man now, and I'm happy for him. But the old Tiger E was mean, uh-huh. cold-blooded assassin. The, the, the little, uh, the, 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 the lady who it's not it wasn't Amanda Balionis. I don't know who did the interview yesterday. Calls her by name. He's gentle with her. The old Tiger would say, I'm not talking, or if he did talk, he'd give a one-word answer and say, I got to go hit putts. I miss the old Tiger. Old Tiger, the old Tiger, and, and, and he's got to be this way. He's, he's, he's 48. He's not Tiger anymore. He's not Sunday Red anymore, you know? I mean. There's no cut on this one, is there? I don't think so. And then he had yesterday, I mean, he shanked a shot. That was the worst shot Tiger Woods has ever hit in his career, isn't it, Jeff? Have one, you ever? I've, I can't remember ever seeing a worse shot than that that Tiger Woods hit. Yes or no? We've uh, watched was, them all. That was pretty bad. He hit some really ugly short game oh, when shots. He was, yeah, when he was having the yeah. when he was coming yeah. back another time, he did yeah. some chips and yeah, yeah, that's true. He did have but, some terrible but, chips. Yeah, just, but I the one thing I don't like about Tiger, I've but never from liked the it. fairway. He's very much. He he definitely got, for a guy who's great. He never just says, "Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I need to play more." He goes to these excuses. They're annoying. I dang sure know he didn't shank that ball because it's back spasm. That's just a lie, man. You're good enough, Tiger. You ain't got to explain. Yeah, I guess I need. this is what happens when you don't play competitive golf. I'd appreciate that a lot more. Yeah, my back was spasming the last two or three holes. Yeah. Oh, my fanny. My backside. Yeah. That had nothing. You, 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 you choked. You're in a... You're trying to shoot even par. You're on 18. Your swing's out of loop. You haven't had any competitive, you know, challenges, and you just... Flat out shanked it. All right, I got all my negativity out from here on wow. out. Wow, I, I don't good. believe that. <laughs> don't I believe feel, you. I feel cathartic. Okay. Uh, our Dreamfinders Holmes poll question of the day, FSU over under set at nine and a half. Uh, here are your choices. Easy over, number one in the ACC. Nine to ten wins for sure. Lost too many dudes or disaster looming? It's definitely not disaster looming. It, I think my I feel like with FSU, my answer is between two or three. But if Mike Norvell... Keeps these wheels on, reboots, and has another 10-win season. I am totally sold on Mike Norvell. What about you? See what I mean? Well, Are yeah, you totally sold yet? Uh, You're pretty sold already? Meh. I think he's got to do one more year, but I think Well, you got to change the quarterback. went 13-0. That's special. 100%. Well, 13-1, uh, but yeah. Tw- oh, yeah. 27.9, easy over, number one in the ACC. 32.6, 9 to 10 wins for yeah. sure. The schedule Lost conducive. too many dudes, 30.2, only 9.3 disaster looming. You can vote at Dan Hicken. He will post it as well. Helps FSU um, that Miami Twitter. and Florida have been average and are average still until they prove differently. So that helps. I mean, those are mm-hmm. two games on their schedule that should put that more in jeopardy. The schedule, you, you went through the schedule with me the other day, right? Wasn't it pretty easy? Yeah, it's not bad. And, you know, and unlike, unlike the Big Ten schools, who add to their conference, and unlike the SEC who adds to their conference, FSU and Clemson and North Carolina, they don't have to play Texas or Washington or Oklahoma or USC or Oregon. No, they get to play SMU and Cal. What a joke the ACC became in football during this shuffle, right? Mm-hmm. If they were already kind of viewed, they are now terrible. They're terrible. It's not good. It's not good. So GFO Friday, that's green for life. Look for those bright green trucks and cans all over the First Coast and trust them for all your commercial roll-off needs. Yeah. All right, Sports Concepts and Rationalizations coming your way. We call it the 10-Minute Drill. At the end of the drill, we always like to hand out a prize pack. He calls it Razzle Dazzle. Razzle. 
What do you got today? Oh, man, we got $40 a small case to be used towards some sweet treats. All you got to do is holler at your boy at the end All right, of only, the 10 drill. Only 70 players in the field at the Genesis, but they will cut to 50. Okay. Or within 10 of the lead. So, I guess, theoretically, you could stay with the 70 if they can stay within 10 of the lead. may not be easy to do. Can I offer up a quick Shazam spotlight, though, about yesterday's leader? Yes, sir. Did you see this stat? This doesn't seem real. The Shazam spotlight brought to you by ShazamAuto.com. The Murray Ford Superstore, Stark Kingsland. Take that short uh, drive. Beat these big city prices. Um, Truck guy. Truck guys. Um, Patrick Cantlay shot seven under yesterday in the first round to take the lead. Mm Mm-hmm. Patrick Cantley's made five starts on tour this year. Every single first round, he's been at least seven under par. Wow. How the hell is that possible when he hasn't won? Patrick Cantley has made five starts on tour this season. All five starts, he shot at least seven under in round one. Wow. To my recollection, though, he hasn't won, has he? I don't think so. So, uh, for all of you that rode Patrick Cantley, uh, stand by for the epic collapse that must be coming here. In the next few days, uh, in all seriousness, though, he and, and Shoffley both have typically played pretty well out there in uh, California. They're California kids. The Shazam Spotlight <laughs> brought to you by the Murray Ford Superstores and ShazamAuto.com. On, um, on social media, when you attack a, a college team, that's where the most passion bubbles up. That's fair. So it didn't take long as we wake up this morning to see C.J. Stroud. He should get bombarded. That was acidine. Who do you think you are? Uh from one of one of the Gator fans. Friendly reminder, this loser never won a natty, never won a college football playoff game, never won a Big Ten conference title, never won a division title, never beat Michigan and lost by double digits both times he played them. Good. Put that on your wall, Stroud. <laughs> Tough guy. Boy, this guy got mouthy awful quick. I don't remember our guy going on the circuit last year and telling no. everybody how inferior oh, they no. were to him. No, no. he so, didn't. So, CJ, keep running that mouth, big boy. Yeah. Keep running it. I just checked with the Jaguars. They are not petitioning the league to take your big bad self off our schedule. How about that? Yeah. we no, Nobody's dying to not play, you poser. So, come on, CJ. Mm. Come on, pretty boy. Let's see how you do. This guy's running smack at Fred Taylor, um, who is a better college player and better pro player than he. Yeah. So, and by the way, running smack at a school that beat his school the last time they played for anything important. Mm-hmm. But that sums it up right there. I hope he gets the memo there. Just a little humility there, kid. I know he had a good year and a great second half of the year, but your resume reads as a bridesmaid, boy. You know? I mean, there's not a lot of... I mean, that that that's a lot of... That's a lot of averageness there or at least not title winning right um pro football talk pft deshaun watson might have to testify again in a lingering sexual misconduct case more suspensions could be on the way from the nfl who now deshaun watson hey what yeah three years ago next month uh deshaun watson faced an avalanche of lawsuits alleging sexual misconduct most of the cases have settled, and one of the lingering cases, Watson may have to testify again. I thought um, that they said... Not all of them. Oof. Uh, the plaintiff's attorney said the original deposition ended after two hours and 14 minutes because attorney Rusty Harden instructed Watson not to answer questions about the other cases filed against him. Um, absent a settlement or a dismissal, the remaining claims against Watson will go to trial at some point. 
Although suspended 11 games by the NFL for the allegations, the league has not completely ruled out the possibility <laughs> of further punishment Triple given the evidence that could emerge in the remaining cases and or eventual verdicts. No matter what happens here, it's pretty clear that the Cleveland Browns made the dumbest transaction in the history of football. With all that was hanging over him, yeah. what he was coming out of, how long he'd been away. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he and then he's gotten injured. I mean, he's just been terrible. They've got no ROI, and now you're telling me the league is going to come back and suspend him well, I'm again? I'm not telling you that, but I'm telling you they haven't. Ruled is that it fair? Huh? Can they do that again? Is that know, fair? To double back on that doesn't like seem that. fair, Ooh, man. Good question. All right, uh, Jeff, I'm going to help you this year. With um, today's a big day, man of the in people. sports. Okay, you're going to help me. Yeah. Like, what's what's today in sports? The start of All Star Weekend. Oh, that's good. No, I oh. wasn't looking for that. We start spring training or no? Uh, College baseball season. Oh, it starts today. Nice. Yeah. Okay. What are the Gators got? Ready to Wagner? play? Know your Gators? We're playing Wagner. St. John's, Johnny's, I believe. St. John's, uh, uh, Redmen. So, do you know the three the the, the Friday, oh, Saturday, Sunday starter? This is not a pop quiz necessarily. Yeah, this no, is no, me this is not, I can't. Yeah, no. Jeff will admit he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, this. no, I'm no. I'm trying to give him a head start, <laughs> and, and, and so he can view some of this with some excitement. You know what? The, and you know what too? You know mm-hmm. what's bad about it? Uh huh. You know one of the starting pitchers, Caglione. There you go. He's the Sunday guy. Oh yeah. The Saturday guy is somebody special to us because. Brooksy got to face him in the Final Four game, so it was fun. The kid was unbelievable, and he has vaulted into a starting role with the Gators. Liam Peterson from Clearwater. Yeah. I'm not going to get the other pitchers. No. I knew Waldrop. Well, you know, you know Cade Fisher. You've heard of him. He will be the third starter, and then who was the guy they brought in? And he was that. Is he that Neely not- will be also come in um, as well. All right. Now we have a uh, new. New infielder from Alabama, a transfer, no Colby idea. Shelton. Cade Curlin's back at second. Caglione will play first when he's not. I know not. those names. Dale Thomas, you heard of. He played some last year, right? Yeah. Um, Luke Heyman, our catcher. You, he I played know last that name. year. He was really I good. I remember the catcher the, uh, he, uh, who kept hitting the home runs in the SEC tournament. Mm-hmm. What was his name? Oh, you're talking about B.J. Ryapel. He's throwing out the first pitch tonight, by the way. He's oh, done, he's, he's He gone? Yeah. And you remember Michael Robertson, he made that great catch last year. To He's an outfielder? Game. Yeah. And we have another guy, Guy and Shellnut. Oh, I know the back. one dude whose uh, sister is the cart girl over at, uh, and whose father mm-hmm. is the Bucks. What's their, like, Slater, uh, yeah. Yeah. Ryan Slater. Okay. He doesn't so anyway, play. That, Does that, he even play? Yeah, he plays. So that's your group. That's your starting group. So make a note and try I to check know, out I some didn't, I didn't baseball. really recognize hardly any of the position players. Sure you do. Cade Curlin was a leadoff. He was really good, true freshman last year, like okay. 17 home runs. Jack Caglione. Caglione, Another guy, for Heyman, sure. was big time, but he wasn't the catcher because Ryapel played catcher more, but he's in the lineup. Um, I will, based on watching them, and did they, they went to the, was it the World Series final? That Yeah, they played in the final against LSU, no? Yeah, we lost yeah. two, two yeah. or three to LSU. Won the first game by 100 runs, and then. Lost the second game. The second yeah. game, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, good luck to JU, UNF. Yeah, good teams. Uh, uh UNF with a new coach, Mercadante. Chris Hayes back at JU for another season. That's our boy Murph's alma mater. So we'll watch those guys. FSU gets going. They got some local kids playing for them. So, uh, yeah, we're up and running here with the, the big boys in college baseball. It starts tonight. I'm excited. And the Gators are very highly ranked. It should be very good. Kevin O'Sullivan hasn't signed another. He's going to be here his whole career. 
He's decided, you know, he's signed till 2033, I believe. So we'll see what we can do. See if we can snag ourselves a natty. I this what? Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of. I had the tendency to not let go of some things we talked about earlier in the segment, and I'm continue to ponder them and the downtimes between words. But I guess I, it's fascinating. There's to no me. downtime between words. Well, it's fascinating to me that the NFL can suspend Watson for a year oh. and then turn around <laughs> and suspend him again. Throughout yeah, the topic. That's, like, that's like double jeopardy. That's more almost. than double yeah. jeopardy. Like that's bull, man. I'm sorry, and I'm I'm anti whatever Deshaun has done. That's right. wrong. But and by the way, what kind of what what idiot doesn't settle them all? Settle them one or settle none? Settle them all? No, mm-hmm. he left two just out there. Oh, lingering? I think they tried. They the 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 victim said no. That's where the, the that, vic- victim wanted a trial. There's some of them, you know. Listen. They want more justice. Yeah, yeah. That's what they 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 feel like they were wronged okay. and they don't care and they don't want, you know, whatever it was, that a million money. bucks right. or half a million or whatever the settlement money was. Which is they fair. want in yeah. their mind justice. Yeah, it's just that. Good gosh, it takes forever. You know, and I'm sure there's been motions to suppress and deny. I don't. I'm making these things up. I'm not aware. <laughs> Get Lockett on the phone. I don't know. <laughs> Tomorrow's Michael Jordan's birthday, too, by the way. I just don't get, I mean, yeah, I guess. I just I don't. Tomorrow's his like, birthday? Michael Jordan. It oh. seems like he was suspended for everything that he did wrong, regardless of how right. this plays out. That year suspension should have been This is the same thing that everything. the other one, NFL. I mean, you're made up of lawyers. You're not dumb. He's admitting that he's done things like whatever these two say he's doing when he has a settlement. Yeah. I don't well, know. What if he goes to jail? Well, that'll be enough suspension, won't it now? Right. There are those that think that maybe the legal system should determine your ability to work. Mm-hmm. I might fall more into that category. Mm-hmm. If the law says you're good, then maybe the employer ought to let you keep eating. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. Don't know the answers to that. I would strongly encourage those to not get in trouble and find out. Yeah. No, well, yeah. I mean, I most people are good. Most people aren't going to go setting up massage tables and, you know, hotel side rooms and taking off their, you know, most people are probably not going to have to worry about that. Um, uh, prayers to, uh, uh, you know, you know who Mongo is, Steve McMichael. Yeah. He just went into the hall. He's got ALS. Of course, I've said he, before, they, that, they that, hits, special. that hits hard for me. Yeah. They did a special for him on, on the Super Bowl, on the morning of the Super Bowl on the pregame. Yes. That's when I learned about him. Yeah, he, 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 uh. He has, uh, well, I've heard this story about him. He has, you know, his fa- he has DNR on his on his deal with yeah. ALS, uh-huh. do not resuscitate. And he got very sick right before, like about a month ago, I think. Right. Pneumonia. Pneumonia when you have ALS and you have trouble breathing yeah. is like oh, no. you're in trouble. Yeah. And so his wife, I believe, went to him and said, hey, you know what? I know what we've talked about, but... The hall voting is coming up. You know what I'm saying? Do you yeah. want to? Do you want to waive that? And he did. Yeah, because he wanted to try to go. Yeah, he fought like hell, yeah. to, and he and he found out he made it. So that's a that's Dope small, story. nice, uh-huh. small win, small nice, a good win thing in his situation. in his life for sure. And I'm, I'm sure it meant a lot to him and his family. Uh, now he's been hospitalized. I think the pneumonia is still there. And I so it's anyway. the ALS though that's yeah. killing him. Well, yeah. And and you can't communicate, so you you're not able to tell people. Correct. She, it's he a, has to blink with his eyes. It's, it's an hideous. insidious yeah. disease. Yeah, it's dude. Awful. I mean, it's just. And again, I've I've experienced it's been in my family. My grandfather had it. My aunt had. It. I saw watched both of them uh, mm. die because of it. It is a t- terribly humbling way to go, man. I mean, it's just not the way you want to exit 
the this earth. So yeah, he was a hell of a player too. Just watching like his highlights. He is, a, he is crazy. Yeah, he's he one crazy. of those dudes. Yeah, that's you, what you need on your team. If if, if your nickname's Mongo, <laughs> yeah, that's probably where you're trending. You're probably trending crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's the uh, ten minute drill. Tell Come. people who Mongo was. Yeah, well, who, what, what is that from? Mongo's Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I learned that during that special. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Blazing Saddles would be the quintessential cliche. Um, that wouldn't work today. Movie of how times have changed. Yeah, that wouldn't work today. <laughs> yeah, not Nor should it. All right, uh, this is the drill. Not that it wasn't funny. You know, humor sometimes is insulting. It's right? offensive. That's mm-hmm. why it's humor. Some of y'all out there need to. Anyway. All right. Uh, <laughs> come. Come kind, come courteous, and come correct. You'll get some six four one ten razzle dazzle. What are we doing? Razzle dazzle. I got a forty dollar uh, gift card to small cakes to be used towards some sweet treats. Wait a minute, E. Are you saying you got a forty for the Guggens? Yeah, a forty dollar gift oh. card. Oh, oh. oh. Got a, no, it's too early for the forty. Okay, just ask. <laughs> well, tomorrow night, uh, the media mogul will be over at the University of North Florida, where I'm an adjunct professor, as you know, Jeff. Host, I, I, you've, I've heard. Hosting the Blue and Gray Bash. Are you coming? Are you and Mrs. P coming? I know that, uh, I believe we bought a table here. I, I saw some empty seats. I was wondering if you and Mrs. P will be coming to support Mrs. me. Mrs. P is just a little known fact. Is a UNF grad. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I'd like to see her out there tomorrow night. I think I might be sliding. Are you coming? I think I might be oh, sliding. Oh, my man. Are you going? <laughs> I'm hosting. You're hosting what now? What did I miss? <laughs> I mean, you got an email on it. It's the blue I, and gray bash. The blue and gray. Did no, I get it just I, I today? I don't have any emails no, about blue it was and gray. Last week we got a table at the at the blue and gray bash. It's a big night, man. We got we got a wine wall. We got auctions. We got food. We got drinks. Yeah, I'm gonna take a pass on all that. Sounds like fun though. But yeah, we're gonna have a big time. Y'all, e, y'all enjoy that. They got great auction items that you know you might be able to snag for. A, I mean, vacations and sports memorabilia. Oh, and yeah. such. Do you want to oh, not yeah. have a game tomorrow? No, this is a this is a fundraiser. Huh. So it's it's uh, going to be a big time, but yeah, there's a I think there's an online auction. If you go to Blue and Gray Bash, just click on it. You might want to run through some of the stuff that they got. Yeah, it's going to be a big time. We're going to be up yeah. there. Uh, I know my man E. E. It's free. It's a party. It's for you it and me. It's free. It's for me. That yeah, boy. I'll pour you. I'll pour you some drinks. All right, I uh, we got a birthday sh- uh, birthday shout out. Let's then, get uh, that he's, in. He's got a player A, player B, but okay. uh, our boy Ash, who brought in the presidential flip cards, which I yes. believe to this date we still have not opened. I think we have. Have we? It hasn't helped us at? really very much. No, it has not. But his uh, Guganella is uh, giving us a, a, a heads up that yeah, it's his man. birthday today. So shout uh, out. Ash, for listening today. We know you are from uh, George Washington to Joe Biden. We Happy appreciate birthday. you. Yeah. HBD. Yeah. HBD. Yeah. yeah. And HMU, if you want to burn. HMU, if you want to burn, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> you know where that comes from, me? That's No, sticks. but you said HMU, if you want to burn. Yeah. Sticks once did. A, this is great. <laughs> sticks was on one of the sticks apps. Sticks did a. Trying to get a lover. Sticks was trying to find a. <laughs> trying to find a lover. A lover. Yeah. So he went on some of the sites. Sticks was not a good ladies' man at all. He had no game. He looks like, and Sticks looked like a little kid. He looked like an eight-year-old. He got uh-huh. the, the hair, uh-huh. baby face. So we encouraged Indiana him. kid. He did a site, and one of the girls that responded to him, one of the two girls <laughs> that responded to she him. She tagged him with. HMU if you want to burn. That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Sticks obviously HMU'd her pretty quick. So I guess they burned. Uh, yeah, so there you go. All right. E, do you know this, this vernacular? I'm familiar. Okay. 
<laughs> I don't know much about it, but yeah. Oh, man. Player A, player B, gentlemen. All right, I'm ready. Um, it's kind of relevant, and I saw it on social media yesterday, and it proves that you have to take the eye test. Uh, you have to like you have to use that eye test. So player A, 153 games. I'm not going to tell you because I'm sure y'all are going to guess. Player A played in 153 games. Player B played in 149 games. What, what's sport? You tell me the sport? Baseball? Football. 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 Okay. Oh, career? This is career, career. Or to this point of their career? Okay. Okay. So, And this is NFL? NFL, Okay, yes. thank you. And they're one and one when they go head to head, all okay. right? So player A, 153. Mm-hmm. Player B, 149. Okay, so that's about 10 years. God, they right. only played each other twice? Crazy. Right. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Player A, uh, rushing attempts. Oh. Right 2,534. Okay. Player B, 2,453. Mm-hmm. Player A, rushing yards, 11,695. Player B, 10,413. Can you give me player A's rushing stats again? Uh, yes. Is that Fred? 11,000. That's Fred. Yeah. Okay. A's Fred. Yeah. And player B, 10,413. Well, I've looked, only because I've looked, I've looked so much yeah. around it. The guys that are just below him are like a Corey Dillon. Um, there's, uh, there's, uh, 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 uh Steven Jackson. Yeah. Um, Warwick Dunn. You're, you're kind of in that, that circle. It's yeah. neither of them. Warwick Dunn. Corey Dillon. Did I say him? Um, 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 is there more stats? Yeah, Shady. More stats. Let, let, let uh, me give you more McCoy? stats. Let me give you more no. stats. All right. Okay. So, rushing touchdowns. Fred sixty six. Mm-hmm. Player B eighty five. Yeah. Receptions. Fred two ninety. Player B two eighty seven. Receiving yards. Fred twenty three eighty four. Player B twenty two fourteen. Oh, they are really similar. Right. Player A reception yards eight point two seven point seven. And player A well Fred. Zero Super Bowls, player B, two Super Bowl appearances, one championship. Very similar. For sure. It sounds it's, but the eye test tells me like Fred is way better than this guy, but the numbers. Yeah. Is know, it and we, we spoke I can't about believe this it's not who I one of the ones I just no. said. What about um trying to think of some of them dudes down there? Uh I I have looked at it so it, many times. Is it is it uh only because I was at his Super Bowl. Did you say he won a Roger Super Bowl? Roger Craig? It's not Roger Yeah, he Craig. won a Super Bowl. Ricky Waters. No. That's no? another one. No. That's another one. Same, I'll give y'all a hint. It would put me in a bind. Oh, Marshawn. It's Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. I didn't realize their numbers were that close. Yeah. But yeah. the eye test tells you Fred is better than Beast. Yeah, but Marshawn was very good. Dude. He was. He was. I mean, he was a great running back. He, I mean, he has he'll a get, signature and, and by the highlight. Way, and, and, and he'll get in. He got the Beast, beast Quake. Yeah. He's, got the, he's got the Super Bowl. He will get in before Fred. Nah. And before Fred? Nah. I think he will, dude. Nah. nah, not before him. How is how is any number there for Fred? Uh, he's He's got 1,000 more yards. but He also has yards per carry. 20 touchdowns is significant. One's got 85, one's yeah. got 66. Here's the reason why, though. If you do your homework. Yeah, they don't, obviously. Fred be always came out of the game when the ball got down there. And go look at the guys who scored touchdowns. Stacey Mack had a 10-touchdown season or something like that for the Jags. Those guys... Fred, uh, Fred has said to us, "If I had known that touchdowns were that important, I would have stayed in and got the score." <laughs> he honestly has said that. So, um, yeah. But that's it, it's a fair comparison, though. It's a good. Yeah, one. it is. Um. Well, we talked about this the other day. We talked about Marshawn being that close. He didn't he go on the ballot next year? Isn't that what we how it came up? Yeah, yeah, he might be. I think he goes, he's been out for five years. He hasn't been out for five years, has he? he Maybe he it has. goes fast. Maybe he has. Probably has. 
I, I know he was in the news lately because we looked at him compared to Fred, and we at that point were like, well, gosh, these are a lot more similar I than they are different. I didn't think I saw his. Uh, I, that may not be. Well, I'm not saying for yeah. sure he's going in. I just know that his name was referenced recently, and they the comparison with Fred came up. And I, well, I asked E about it. Remember? I know, so but you I, might be right. I would have thought it was I, 2019. I, yeah, was his last year. Yeah, so yeah, he'll be eligible next year. Two, two, three, yeah. So that that's why it came up, and so that will be some of the competition that Fred, uh, you know, will have. Well, that's uh, my, that was my that point room. for him getting in now. You know, like I yeah. don't get the whole. Well, this guy's been knocking on the door for a while, so let's get bye 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 bye. You know, I, didn't. I gave the Milwaukee Bucks my my pest of the day earlier today. Just mm-hmm. for they had a good thing going with a great coach and a good dynamic, and I feel like I could have narrowed it down to the pest of the day is Giannis. Giannis is very quickly becoming unlikable to me. Well, I wonder to annoy me. A, a, a couple things. I don't necessarily disagree, but I do wonder if there's something with Bud Budenholzer because he left Atlanta, he left Milwaukee, so and he's not. In the, did anybody scoop him up? Is he coaching? Well, no, but is Budenholzer he's only, coaching right now. No, but it was. Just What's he been, doing? Well, it's just been one year. I don't know who he's. You Are know, you surprised he's not? Co- I mean, he is. But a my good point coach, is this, Dan. That's fine if you do that. If yeah. there is something wrong with Budenholzer, yeah. how do you pick a guy that doesn't last a year when you're 20 over 500, and then go get a guy who now, by the way, as we sit here, I believe is three and ten. As the as the Bucks head coach, Doc Rivers, they three and ha- seven, three and seven. Yeah. Oh yeah, through ten games, three and seven. Okay, but the, yeah, the, the Bucks, Dan, they didn't need help scoring. They were no. fine offensively. I think they getting rid of Dame for Drew Holiday, who's a defensive stopper and is kind of yeah. a glue guy. You don't need all stars. You no. need some 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 blue collar dudes, and that's what Drew Holiday was. Drew collar, you could call him. I think they panicked a little bit. They panicked. I think they panicked a little bit. And, I, and, and, and Giannis's fingerprints are all over it. They were uh, fourteen and a half point favorites last night. They lost to Memphis, who's not been good. That's a bad loss. And by the way, they lost with having a, a nine point lead. Uh, they they lost with having a lead. Um, at one point of the game, at late, and then Memphis hit shots. You wonder if Doc might just go, you know what? I went to mail Cabo during the All-Star break. Uh, what, was, what was I thinking? I don't want this gig. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I don't need to go out and lose another seven-game series. It would be my fault, and by I'll the way. And I'll take the heat. Right. So, and Giannis is also, Giannis is also I mean, uh, it's because he's a fake tough guy. You know, he's always doing dirty. He's dirty. He's a dirty player. I mean, he, he, tri- he really is. You could take that little. Interesting. That wormhole. Um little yeah. search and, and and it's documented and so you know, i wonder but he was lovable yeah he's not he was yeah he's not okay he's not all right we got uh dt the quarterback whisperer in the house so we'll visit with him when we come back we're rocking and rolling here on a friday on the drill hey it's our friend denny thompson uh he of six points quarterback trainer extraordinaire ready to talk things all sig- all things signal caller hey listen it happened in the Super Bowl. I want to go. I haven't gotten your thoughts yet on the Super Bowl. I haven't talked to you since the Super Bowl. But it happened, but it didn't. What I'm trying to say is, Purdy, the Niners lost, but Purdy played well. Yeah. So he didn't. I, I thought there's only one guy above reproach, and that's Mahomes. It, it's not Purdy's fault. We can blame a lot of blame to go around. It didn't go to Purdy. It's like he, I know what you're talking about. You know it's like saying? he got some street cred. Yeah. <laughs> um, just by the way he played in the Super Bowl, it, it you didn't watch that game and go, man, if they had a different quarterback, they right, won. Right. In fact, he made some throws. I thought he made some that, great throws. He he just peppers the middle of the field. He's and we also fearless. learned it's Steve Wood's fault, so that takes all the pressure off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> 
distraction. Yeah, it's all his fault anyway. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We're, we we good. It's no, gonna be interesting fun. to see how they fun. can keep the band together. I mean, yeah. they're way over the cap. Way There's... over the cap, and he's on a rookie deal. Yeah. Like that's the thing, Brian's right? Well, he's got to get paid. Oh, I, don't you feel like it's Ayuk that's gonna get? Yeah, I saw something. Although somebody today. said should be Debo. Ayuk is better than Debo. Yeah. I think. Oh, really? Yeah, really. There's, at a, this lot, stage, there's a lot of discussion lot, about that. Debo's got a lot of wear and tear. No? Maybe production-wise, but Debo, what the element Debo gives that offense yeah. from a personnel standpoint, sure. what the defense has to do. Yeah, yeah. Man, if you can just – if you can have – that's the beauty. Kittle, Debo, McCaffrey, yeah. Yeah. those three guys on the field, what what do you do? Yeah. You're well, going to go nickel? It must and have taken Kittle run away. down your throat? What right. about the that's play? Great. Did you see the mic'd up play on the McCaffrey fumble? No, I, okay, haven't, so, I haven't seen anything mic'd right, up. It's great stuff. So, McCaffrey's fumble. Kittle is blocking Karloftis. Okay. Okay? Right here. And McCaffrey's right behind Kittle. And they're, the play's kind of coming to an end. And Kittle says, oh, hi, after he's blocking him, he goes, hey, hi, George. <laughs> and as he says, hi, George. They play George, together, right? Or they're from, well, both from Iowa, aren't they? Karloftis is Purdue, isn't he? Is he Purdue? Okay. I'm not positive. I'm going to check. But as the play, but listen, they wouldn't have played together. Kittle's been in the league seven George, years. Like ha ha ha, being the quirky kill yeah. that he is. Yeah. As he's saying it, Karloftis goes around him and recovers the fumble. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Bad look. It's classic. Too busy being quirky. Oh, he's too busy being quirky. Which I love Kittle, and I I don't care. Quirky cost him on that one, whatever. But yeah, it was terrible. Well, it's there, there, listen. There is a there's okay. That's just another example of there's there's a lack of button up by Shanahan in that. And by the way, there's also now audio in the post game interview where Shanahan is now a liar when he says they knew. He uh, the indicated in the post game that if we co score touchdown, we win. He said something to that effect. Oh, he didn't have his team like aware. Well, but that that's very bad. I I don't think that's ha ha funny. That's Kittle being a. Dodo, yeah, that, play that, the ball out. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> oh, hi, that's George. a bad look. Whoosh. That's for dang sure. That's yeah. definitely a bad look. I, I thought that I think the game was interesting. I said this yesterday with XL Primetime is that game came down to Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes being on the same page and being patient. Yes, the entire game. Yes. I don't even know what they were doing, with Kelsey. But I'm trying to figure out defensively what they're doing. But all I know is they came out in a formation, mm-hmm. and he was one on one. And you went, uh-oh. Right. And then they just drag him across the field. And Mahomes is such he he such a cerebral guy now mm-hmm. on top of everything on else. On top of everything. That you're just not going to get away. You have to play a perfect game to beat them defensively. Yeah. He's like, uh, yeah, he's a beyond. Uh, he's so good. Yeah, he I, is. I can't. I can't. I give up. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, mean, I do. I give, I give up. I. It's cool because he can beat you. He's the best he player to. in team sports in the world, any sport. Right in any cricket, yeah. soccer, baseball, football, yeah. basketball, he plays. And by the way, I'm going to say this, not his opinion. I'm going to say this factual. He plays the hardest position in all of sports to play, where you have behemoths yep. trying to kill you, making split-second decisions so with all kinds of mental and physical difficulties in front of you. Quarterback is the hardest position to play in all of sports, and it's not close, and he's the best at that. He's the best individual team player in the world right now. I, I can't disagree I with that. I got a question for you, Denny. Can you, like, we'll always ask you these questions, but, like, if you saw a kid at 10, mm-hmm. can you, how, how, how far can you project them? Can you project them, like, oh, he'll play in high school? Until they're 14. Is that it? Yeah, right. Okay, how, about when they're, how about when they're 14? 
How about when they grow? Now when well, we get now we get to that, I mean, you can start to really get an idea. Yeah. If if I see a um, like, has anyone ever? Has any who's surprised? Like you've worked with a lot of guys. Is there anyone that you've worked with for a lengthy period of time who has surprised you? Like when you saw him at fifteen, oh, yeah. he was a little dumpy. He didn't think he was ever gonna, and he's blossomed into Austin such- Reed. Austin Reed. Austin Reed is the best example. Okay. I mean, Austin, what did you think of Austin Reed when you first? Tell started? us the ones that have underachieved. Did he list them? No, no. I mean, him. I think Austin would Austin would tell you this, and yeah. we were talking about it, you yeah. know, a couple or last week. Yeah. Um, you know, tenth grade, Austin had a little chunk to him. And okay. Loved the game of football. Was yeah. always throwing that type of stuff. Eleventh grade, he started to fill out, and it's like, oh, okay, this guy can play. Okay, like eleventh grade, but he had somebody in front. But you of wouldn't him have that. projected him to D one or NFL. Not certainly. in tenth grade, right. no, okay. no, no. He was he was working as hard as he possibly could to get on the field at St. Augustine High School, right? And didn't get on that field until he's a senior. A I mean, that's the him. crazy thing. Yeah, yeah. He he got on the field as a senior, and then won State Player of the Year, and. And I should, I've got this somewhere, but if I showed you a picture of Austin in ninth grade, you'd be like, whoa, wait a second, well, it happened that quick? Anthony looked Anthony had Urkel. a transformation. Anthony looked like Urkel when he was He in, did. Now. He had a transformation, but yeah. you played catch with him for you about two minutes, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it I was like, ah, yeah, this ball's coming right here. Yeah. Carson was the same way. Yeah. Most of those guys, once they get well into or three through puberty, mm. you got a pretty good idea. I got to watch the FSU kid throw, and I think he was in ninth or tenth. Yeah, grade. Luke. Krumhock. Yeah, who's yeah. going to be their next guy probably after DJ throw it away. Yeah, right? It was one of the few times that, like, I could tell. <laughs> that's what he calls him. Okay. I made that up, so that's going to get <laughs> so overused yeah. now. By Eli, the way, and I, and I endorsed season. it. I said that's pretty well, funny. Because so. oh, he only I, endorsed I it. True, but he it's only funny. he only endorsed it because he assumed that I stole it. <laughs> I did. Had he known, <laughs> had he known that, that it was true. if it was organic, he <laughs> would have never true. said a thing. He would have said, "That's stupid. Don't say that again." And then go use it. It'll somehow end up on the Sunday night show this year. It will at some point. But anyway, getting back to you, you'll never know though because you don't watch. And that also is correct. But getting back to Luke, there was at, at 14, 15, 16, and he was a backup quarterback, if I'm not right, mistaken. Yeah, right? Didn't you yeah, say he was yeah. playing safety or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. He backed, backed up a Holden Garner, who's yeah, at Auburn. Yeah. Yep. So he, but you could see the Where's ball. he from? Savannah. 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 Oh. Is it Benedictine? Yeah, 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 yeah. He could throw, like, okay. you were like, whoa, man. So any chance that he'll compete for the job this year, or is it definitely DJ's job? I, I don't job? know. I don't know. I, I think. Uh, I think and, and what about. Uegalele or however. I don't you, know much about. Yeah. Now, oddly enough, I know he played a ton of ball, but yeah. I've never seen him throw in person, and I don't really seems to play. I mean, yeah, at I some don't point, watch Clemson like yeah. that. I don't know why I don't watch. Clemson. Then he went to Oregon State. He was okay. Yeah. He's got okay numbers. So I don't know, but Luke, like Luke, is one of those guys that if he has to go in next year, that's fine. If he doesn't, he is such a good prospect. He's kind of like Carson. That's and, important for them because that's one the only thing that's going to keep FSU from staying where they are is if they good. miss in the he's quarterback good. loops. Yeah, they they got a good one there. He, he is. He's like if, if you're going to drop a can't miss prospect, all right, good. then that's yes. all right. Cool. It. Hey, uh, what is was he five five star and yeah. all that? And he was yeah. he, he grew really towards the end. Yeah, right, he ended he, up third rank. What is his last name? Like Cromanhawk. What is it? Cromanhawk. Cromanhawk. Yeah. When does uh Brock Purdy go back to work? Like, does Brock Purdy take a month yeah, off? Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll take some time. yeah. He'll take some time. Yeah, he'll take some time. He'll up, and then he'll start to get more into that PT workout yeah. you know, role. And then, I don't know. I don't know what <clears> – <throat> excuse me. His arm's healthy, so mm-hmm. I, I, if he wants to come in, shoot, May, June, that's fine. Did, yeah. I mean, these what, guys know how to throw a football well, at this sure. point, right? So, it's it's just mostly getting them back healthy. Where did his brother end up? 
Chuba is. Chuba was at FSU initially. He was at FSU, oh, yeah. then he went to Nebraska. Yeah, he graduated from Nebraska. Oh, so he's already done. Uh, but I think he, he just never to, was. A yeah, play. Did he ever play much? In he played last year. Yeah, he had a couple good games last year. Um, he's 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 gonna he's play one more year. Very though? athletic guy. He just he doesn't have the accuracy yet that that Brock has. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna ask you guys who someone is. I my prediction is Dan has not heard of this person, although maybe through social media he has. I would suspect that uh, Nevada. Danny, Chubb is at Nevada. Nevada. Okay. I would yeah. suspect that Dan that uh, Danny has at least heard of this guy. So, uh, Dan, I'll ask you first. Do you, uh, you ever heard the name? Do you know who Mikey Gal is? G O W. Yeah. Mikey Gal. Have you ever heard that name, Dan? You haven't heard it either. Mikey no. Gal. No. Mikey Gal is a kid who uh, on social media displayed a unique talent, one that caused Lamar Jackson to suggest that he would one day be a first-round draft pick in the NFL. It has him, um, Wiki, uh, Wiki describes it as being scouted by Notre Dame, Michigan, Oklahoma State, and Texas. I don't know if that means being uh, recruited, but no. A gal is a football player in Nebraska, just moved to uh, Oklahoma, but he's ambidextrous. Have you seen the video of the kid? Wait, oh yeah, I've yeah, he's seen the one that throws kid. right. They throw yeah. he throws right. Yeah, yeah, he throws yeah, yeah, left. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, is that? Oh. Is there? I guess my point is, isn't that a lot about nothing? Where does? How does that possibly serve you? If how would it's that help? The you? kid that I'm thinking about is kind of had longish like, hair. It's kind of. It's not like either arm was like special. It was but just special just, that he could do both. That's I, correct. Yeah, I don't really know where that would play. Yeah, I don't think it. Hell, it's just unique, right? Well, that he can throw. You, I could see it in baseball okay, being what a if difference. You're, you're in the gun. It mm. might happen every mm. now and then. Yeah. Right, right. If I'm going out left. <laughs> switch hands. Yeah. Going this way. Going switch hands. He does, baseball, he, man. Well, he, we got double sided laces too. Like, I mean, you got to flip the ball. Find the laces. He does a lot of, you know, it, on, his video online is like, like back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, oh, it's impressive. Or he'll throw and then he'll spin and woof. He'll throw with the other hand that way. But I, I'm with Denny though. That's what jumped out of me. It didn't look like either arm was incredibly talented, but together it was. I just don't know what the value is. I you don't know? either. I mean, it's a cool trick, and I'm sure that one of them, by the way, is better than the other. By the way, and also, with under under fire, which one are you really going to use? And that's probably the only one worth using. I don't know if baseball's like this, but for some reason, our guys love to throw left-handed. Like I, oh, really? I, I, yeah, Carson will throw 40, 50 balls a day left-handed. And they're not great. They're not good. He's never going to do it. But for whatever reason, he that all of our guys love to throw left-handed. I don't know if it's like that in baseball as well. Hey, real quick, can I plug something? Yeah. Uh, it's sold out, so we don't need any more entries. Yeah. But but the Jaguar Skills Challenge we talked about. Yes. Uh, we do every year with Adriel Roca and their group over there at, at, yes. with the Jags. Unbelievable group. We're going to have 250, 260 quarterbacks, including I think it's – Adriel, don't kill me on this. I think it's like 50 uh, girls. All right. Um, and that is Sunday. And it's it's well, that's all literally day, just a skills challenge. It's yes. fun. It's like a uh, maybe like a little lower budget Pro Bowl. Yes. Right? Like we yes. don't have all the, the gadgets, but every year we come away with a male and female winner. Luke yes. actually won it last year. Luke Romanhawk won it last I'll year. I'll say this. Uh, you know, Adriel Roca is a rising star in the Jaguars organization. He uh, – a shout out to him because, and I'm sure he would deflect to others, but, and that's fine, but he does so much in the community uh, to provide. It's it's one of the great positives of us having an NFL team is Adriel Roca because he not only does this, which for, for quarterbacks, they do it all prep team. Yep. He does flag football uh, tournaments in the summer. He grows the game of football because he, uh, because of the Jaguars, he's terrific. We, so, we have anyway. been approached by other NFL teams to do this. Yeah, 
And when they look at the work involved, yeah. they just kind of look at it and yeah, go, ah, yeah, no, nah, yeah. we're good. Like and, the Jaguars don't rank number one in a lot of things. Yeah. But I would suggest to you that if you go look in the entire National Football League, that this guy's community programs are as good as anyone. Absolutely. So anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, Sorry that's a good plug. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I wanted should. to plug that. I wanted him, to say so. that too about yeah. Adriel because he deserves it. I got questions about a couple quarterbacks. I do too. Um, you ask. Every year uh, when we get to this time, there are always those that, you know, have got to be smarter than the next guy. The guy who I'm about to reference, he doesn't seem to have that personality to me. He's kind of just more of an understated and knowledgeable dude. But, like, when the when the Chris Sims and the others tell you that Zach Wilson's going to be better than Trevor, you always feel like there's this sense that they'd like to throw something out there in case it sticks. I saw Tim Hasselbeck say that he would take Drake May number one overall mm-hmm. over Caleb Williams. Yet Here at the same go. time, I hear some narrative that Caleb Williams is like one of the elite elites to come along in the same way that we talked about Trevor um, when he was drafted. So is there any substance to Drake May being in, in Caleb Williams' class? Or well, He's not the only one that says that. I, I is that right? Say, that, could that emerge? Is it I don't think so. Could you imagine the Bears, by the way, if they trade Justin Fields, instead of taking Caleb Williams, go with a North Carolina quarterback at number one? Uh, oh, I geez. would never do that. Yeah, yeah the I, Trubisky I factor would be just too large. I don't think that's going to happen, but okay. I will tell you this. I had an NFL coach that was in last year who said Drake May was the best quarterback prospect he's ever scouted. So nice. what's happened since then? Well, I disagree with that yeah. assessment, yeah. obviously, and I think most people um, understand Caleb is Caleb's arm talent is – through the roof. Mm-hmm. It is It's kind of Mahomes-ish. You're on Very, the run. You can yeah. flick it and Yeah, and he's it. more athletic than you think. And So, I mean, I think when it all comes down, he's going to be the number one pick. But I, but there are people that are very passionate. So, Hasselbeck's not just like no, looking no. for clicks. No, and, and I mean, if you look at the way Drake May's built, his athleticism, uh, David Morris yesterday put some video out of him throwing, and I'm just sitting there watching. It's like he is very impressive. There's there, It's hard to pick something apart. Uh, with Drake May, but I, K- Caleb, I think we're not using generational anymore because we've all been burned, burned on yeah. it so many times. But if you were going to use that term, just from a talent perspective, Caleb would fit that. Did okay. Um, is there a what is the market you guys think for Jake Browning? Like I look at a team like Atlanta, and you talk about the big names and trading for. Wouldn't Jake Browning be worth it for someone to? That's a good to turn it over for a year or two. No, it's a it's a good point because I didn't know anything about the kid, and then when he came in, he didn't look like a backup. No, he looked looked like like he he was ready to go, didn't he? Yeah, and then he looked like he had a little bit of swag to him too. Absolutely, he he looked different. I, I. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I Atlanta. This is the same problem that I think a lot of veteran quarterbacks who weren't drafted high have. There's always the next guy. There's always like Atlanta, okay, let's say they go get him. How how good does he have to do to keep them from drafting the next hot thing? Yeah, I would think you'd have to know in. with Brown. You'd have to approach Browning like the Bills did Rob Johnson. Right, you right. have to at least be willing to give him the job for two or three years and see what he has and not be And I just don't think that I don't think anybody's willing to do that. Yeah, I, 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 I really found the don't. Atlanta to me it seems like a perfect Atlanta pick. I instead of trading away your assets to get Fields, keep them. You're getting an extra pick from the Jags no matter what for Ridley. Um, Pitts, London is good, by the way. London had a good year oh, with terrible they're, they're quarterbacks. Loaded. They're loaded. They have it's a good a team. I mean, they could spot. be close to, to, to really so why wouldn't, popping. Why wouldn't they draft um, Bo Nix? And that and yeah, I mean, lies, like, therein lies the question. I tell you why they want to take rather? Dallas Turner. They want to take a defensive piece and so get, and find their their quarterback either through trade or by 
free agency, but Kirk Cousins. But I think Browning is like a ch- affordable, less competitive I mean, snag. I mean, Gardner would do that. And, and maybe, there. yeah. Is Gardner a free agent this yeah. year? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, Gardner is, is, I think, what's happening <laughs> with Gardner. Gardner's a free agent again? With, with Gard- yeah. Gardner is with he every, planning on leaving? He's a, he's a, he was on a one-year He's one more year and more Fitzpatrick every back? year. I, I would assume. I don't know. I would yeah. assume they do, but. Uh, At some point, you want to make some cash, man. Well, he's not, I mean. What's Gardner? What what would you not money wise, but do you I think, think Gard- no, I think Gardner ended up making like six six. Yeah, but what's 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 he needed a he needed that win like he needed. Do you a think win, someone's going to sign him to be their starting? I don't know, but that, the- I think that's what I'm saying though. Yeah. Even about Jake Browning, yes, it's, it's maybe just, sign them both. Yes, it's good. just really really hard. Yeah. If you're not considered that guy with that skill set yes. and those traits, it yeah. is so They're hard to get somebody to buy They're always looking for your replacement. You. Always. Listen, there was a you'll know this you'll know. Um, our Gators shortstop, World Series MVP for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, yeah. Eckstein? No. Uh, Eckstein. Yeah. Five foot nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy goes into the bigs, beats all the odds. Uh, you watch him play. I mean, he's five foot four. I don't know how tall he was. Yeah, he's little. Short. Yep. Makes the throws. Wins a World Series MVP. Every year they were looking to replace him. Yeah, it doesn't matter what numbers you get. That's kind of what Gardner and he was a fan favorite there oh, too. Oh like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they never, they were always looking to replace him. Yeah, because he like Altuve's different in the respect he's thicker, you know. But yeah, Eckstein was tiny. Eckstein was a tiny dude, man. And, shorter Bryce Young. But he was a baller. Did Eckstein have a brother also played at Florida? He did have a brother. I don't know. I if, think they both played at yeah. Florida at the same time. Yeah. One quite as good. Yeah, I, think I mean, in college, the other one may have been like. As good. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember just. Gardner signed a one-year deal with the Colts, three and a half million. I think the way the season ended. And I, NFL. I, and I like Gardner. I'm a, I'm, a Minshew, uh, I'm a Minshew fan, and I know you work incentives. with him, and your belief in him has got to be strong, and it will be strong. I just I think the way the season ended is just why Gardner's not going to get that job to hand it to him for three years. And I'm not saying it's his fault. Yeah, no, it's just I, how it listen, ends I, up. It is what it is, yeah. but I, I would <clears throat> counter that argument with, how many of us thought that the Colts would be playing? That, and, and, that's yeah. and that's fair. And, and I hate that. That's it comes the Fitzpatrick down to... in him again. That's another Fitzpatrick trait he just showed this year. But but Fitzpatrick Good eventually enough. got a chance to yeah, be I know the he guy did. for a couple yeah, years. And, and I'm listen. I'm not and he saying. Might. I hear you. I'm not saying that he's going to win a super. I'm just no, saying I, know, I would love I to see. That. There are worse starting quarterbacks in the league than Gardner Minshew. Every right. year, and, and for, every year though, and, and forced right. yeah. into action this year, he proved that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got to beat those Texans. He's probably, (laughs) especially now, he's probably 20 to 30 range of starting quarterbacks. And he will be next year and the year after. But you're always looking for that top five guy. Yeah, always. Always. Yeah, so he's just, you know, but but the great news is he'd probably have to – Drive that van around the country, but he's always going to have a place to play. He's got a new one now. That's fine. Yeah, he's got a new one. <laughs> of course I, I he does. can't wait to see it. He's actually down <laughs> in Naples now. But uh, you mean, yeah. he a pro bowler. He better have a new one. But, yeah, there are those. So, you wonder, like, what teams will take shots at those guys? It was Rick Eckstein. Was I just his don't. Brother. Yeah. I don't think, like, I don't know. I, it's yeah. so hard because we always get in love with the next draft class. Like, yeah. we th- – me included. Yeah. Last year was like, oh, this draft class this coming yeah. year is going to be unbelievable. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's this not one right. this year. Yeah. But then you look ahead at next year and you're like, oh, well, you got bad. Yeah, you never you know. A lot of these. Uh, Matt, it's the Matt Barkley effect. Right. 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 But, He's the number one pick one year, fourth rounder. The but next. I can tell you, NFL teams do it too. 
Oh, for sure. NFL teams are looking at it going, man, do we sign this guy when all these people are coming out next year? So it's just so hard if you're not one of those top I got a name. I got a question for you. Name, uh, Arch Manning. Mm, Yeah. Gonna stay there, huh? You think? I know so little about Arch Manning. Uh I, uh, when I'm assuming yours has another year. He's coming he back. He's coming and, back. And Sarkeesian's already said yours is the guy. He's of course the guy. he is. He yeah. went to the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. 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 I, I, nice I, job, Arch. Good selection. What a dodo, man. I, I, what I a dumb, dumb decision to go to Texas. You've wasted a whole year. <laughs> it is. It's dumb. I agree, though. You're dumb. What a dumb, dumb <laughs> choice. I've never seen it him. It might have helped him to grow nah. that big. He got stronger. I've never, ball, hold on. I've never seen yeah, him throw, which play. is odd. Okay. Which is very odd because I did. I do the Baton Rouge Elite Eleven. Never seen him throw. I've never, I've never seen the kid. Period. Yeah. But everybody that I talk to college wise says like it's, it's a yeah. He's so good he can't it. win a starting job. Yeah, it sounds like a real generational force to me. Hey, okay, Clint. I missed, I missed Eli. Right, and I'm Peyton. sorry, Arch. Listen, Struggling. if you're listening, Arch, d- <laughs> don't listen to Jeff. Just, Come on, I mean, man. Carson what sat. And he's thriving. Carson stop sat. Stop it, Carson. <laughs> Arch, stop. I mean, what are we it. doing? I mean, I just, come on. What a dumb choice. Should have gone to Ole Miss or LS somewhere. Well, that gum Ole Miss has got more He'd money than be, that. He'd be room. beating those guys out, wouldn't he? Well, Ole Miss would have to Dart. play him. Jackson Is he good? Dart? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. I don't Does know. anybody know yeah, Arch Manning? I don't. Where? Well, that's fair. I mean, I, well, we I mean, forever we should know. We've told everyone he was the best thing since sliced bread since well, about like, seventh grade. Well, that's not true. We showed video of like some of the teams that he played mm-hmm. were not exactly yeah, impressive. Yeah, yeah. I um. And did and you guys little, hear what? Yeah. Hear what Steve Young <laughs> said in the aftermath of the Super Bowl, <laughs> and I think it's in it's it's an a, a nod to the dual threat ability of some of the great quarterbacks today, including Mahomes and Allen, who aren't necessarily Lamar, right? Right. But he basically said that a quarterback's got to be able to run for 60 yards in a game to be an elite player these days. Hmm. Yeah. Has He's got to what? Has to be able to run for 60 yards. That doesn't mean he has to run for 60 yards every game. That's not oh, what I'm saying. Oh, just be able to? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't necessarily disagree yeah, with I know, that. Yeah, but I'm yeah, just no, saying. We, we does tra- to athletes does Trevor run enough? Yeah, for him. He does. I think so. So I, Okay, I, lo- I, I listen to that, and the way that I interpret that is very different. I, I interpret that as if if I've got a guy who can run for 60 yards in an NFL game, he's probably pretty twitchy, mm-hmm. um, probably pretty sudden. Mm-hmm. And that I, Trevor's very sudden. But Brock's very sudden. Like, these guys aren't going to go out and blaze a 4-4. No. But they're very sudden they're, guys. They're, if they can go pick up 10 yards but if they're they need straight to. line guys more than – yeah, well, Trevor. He, Trevor got no wiggle, dude. He, yeah, he's best when he gets out and he has a line and he goes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can measure explosiveness. I mean, that's vertical jump largely. Nobody okay. cares how high you jump, but it is a measure of explosiveness in, mm-hmm. in football. Um, and and all these guys are just elite athletes. I think that's probably a true statement. I, I think if you get a guy who is not explosive, not sudden back there, he's probably going to have a long career right now. Because the def- defensively, nobody's big anymore except for those front four. Everybody's fast. Like if you think about it, when you're when you're leaving the pocket, you used to be getting chased down by two hundred sixty pound linebackers. Now you're getting chased down by two twenty five that run four four. Here are the top ten rushing leaders from last year: Lamar Jackson at eight hundred twenty one yards, uh, Justin Fields six fifty seven, Jalen Hurts six oh five. Jalen Hurts only three point nine per carry though. Fields five three, Lamar five five, Josh Allen. 524 he's fourth Joshua Dobbs was fifth uh 5.5 a carry 421 Taysom Hill in a limited role 50 but 401 yards Mahomes 389 Russell Wilson and then Trevor Lawrence so nobody averaged 60 yards 
So it's not. I a don't literal think thing. he's saying being yeah, yeah, average. No, but you, you had to be able to go for. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. You're right. Lamar had 51 points. How many rushes did did Hertz have? 157. Yeah. More than the tush it, well, push. The tush push. Yeah. So that's why he's only 3.9. That's a right. fair point. Yeah, right. That's a good point. Uh, the only guy. I do guys, think this. I don't think yeah. in any way saying you have to. You, you still have to be a better passer than a runner. I think yeah, that's no. why some of these guys. I don't think that Hurts is. I don't think that Lamar is. And it may keep him from winning at all, even though they've come close. I think that's something that Brock Purdy yeah. will learn because he was way down. He only had 144 yards rushing this year. He picked it up in the playoffs. Yes. And I'll tell you, a guy who can't rush the football, and this is going to cost him big time, and I already don't think he's very good, and I don't know your opinion, but Kenny Pickett, mm. he's last. Uh, Kenny Pickett may not be the quarterback this year. Geno only had no. 155 yards. Baker had 163. C.J. Stroud, 167. Desmond Ritter, 193. Uh, Tommy Cutlets, 195. Tyrod Taylor, 197. These are the guys. Now, Daniel Jones only played six games, so he would have been up there, too. Yeah, he's he's – Notorious runner. The other thing too is like, how do you get those? The the backbreaker is what Mahomes does to you is when you got everything covered up on third and eight. Amen. God, he's so good. Yeah, I was watching the Super Bowl on the NFL Network yesterday, uh, the old one from a couple years ago against San Fran. They had his butt, and he squeezed out. The guy fell off him, and he got it was it was a second and like. 22, and he got 18 yards, which then allowed him to get the third down convert. He's so good. Well, I'm watching the Super Bowl last year, the yeah. Philly Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and I'm there and on the sideline. He side won line, the game. Yeah, on the sideline. He can't walk. Yeah. Like, they are working on him nonstop. <laughs> he is a baller. And you got to think if you're Philly, okay, well, let's play this coverage. Yeah. You want to spy him, and I'll be yeah. dang if you don't beat him with his legs. That's a good point. That's a good point. Danny, great stuff as always, man. It's I appreciate good it. Visit with you. Thank it. you so much. Have uh, a good weekend. You too. We'll keep it rolling here on The Drill. You like that, huh? This is a little melancholy. This is going to be like '86. Uh, I don't know. I don't got this is, uh, this, yeah, you got this, an artist on this? Yeah, I'll get it. Yeah. Um, as soon as I, I got to hear a lyric. No, nah, you ain't going to hear no lyric. Yeah, it'll be too easy. No, I, I just, it's the instrumental. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's um I do know too. I have this cassette back in the day. Ah, oh, who is that? I know this. It's um I'm gonna get you delirious, hold on. Yeah. Just a little just, just a little I I know it's Do oh. you know this artist? Did you know the artist? No, I didn't. <sighs> yeah, it's like is this it again? What are we doing now? Because I, I'm gonna give you some lyrics to see if you can hit it. Is it a different? No, same, you, same you song almost now? had it. Yeah, who, who sings this song? Oh, it's Robert Plant. Robert Plant. Robert, Robert Plant. Big Robert Plant. Robert Plant. Yeah, it's Robert. yeah. It's, and you you can tell too once he starts singing. I finally heard that voice, but you can tell from Zeppelin. That's Led Zeppelin sleep. Uh huh. Uh huh. Robert Plant. Uh, Dan, uh, how engaged were were you, and just how excited were you with the fantastic finishes at the duels at Daytona last night? I watched the. Uh, I was doing television last night, so I was watching the second race, and uh, it was a good race because um, Denny Hamlin um, Denny. had the 
<laughs> Very nice. Uh, no relation to Denny Thompson. Denny Hamlin had the lead and uh, uh, got wrecked. No, no. He, he had the lead on the last lap, and he, he went to block, and he went too far down, and then got passed on the outer Is it a side and lost. I, th- I think there's a <laughs> – you NASCAR fans, it's your sport. I'll stay out of it. I'll yeah. stay in my lane, so yeah. to speak. I don't know if it's good for the sport that they start at a track that produces such no-names. I don't know if that's good. I don't no, th- it's not I good. Don't, it's, I, not, it's not good that they win the Super Bowl I, of auto racing. I but I don't think it's good that Tyler Reddick and Christopher Bell are your name, are your guys. Yeah. I don't think that's good. I think it's terrible, in fact. But but worse than that, Dan, mm-hmm. I, I got – and again, I can say this because we are way more engaged in sports than, say, a non-NASCAR fan. Yeah. Right? We're not NASCAR fans. No. But we're engaged enough in sports that we know enough about NASCAR. Right. There's no star power. They killed it. The corporate cleanse killed the sport. I need my dude pulled out from underneath a car in Gastonia mm-hmm. with, with with oil slicks on his face. He needs to be carrying a pack of Winstons. <laughs> mm-hmm. He needs to be he needs to be racing around, and at the end he needs to punch out the dude from Hickory who cut him off. He needs to be named Waltrip or Petty or Earnhardt. I, I, well, it's interesting you say that. And fifty years ago. 1974 Daytona 500. Um, it was actually the Daytona 450. There was an energy crisis in America that year. So NASCAR cut all the races by 10%. So they started the Daytona 500 on lap 21. Huh. And But it was a time of racing. There were 59 lead changes that year. 59. Uh, the King... Richard Petty cut a tire with 20 laps to go, had to go in the pits in gr- during green. Donnie Allison had the lead. Donnie Allison then got backed up in kind of with 11 laps to go. Petty caught him. Petty won. It was the first time. Any- it was a 16th Daytona 500. It was the first time anybody gone back-to-back. Petty had won two. It was his fifth Daytona 500 championship, and and it was 50 years ago. And some would say the sport was better then well, no, it is. than it is now. Well, to, here, to your point, Yeah, Bobby Allison. Yeah, that was Donnie, K- but yeah. K- K- but I'm saying, oh, Bobby yeah. Yarbrough, Kale Yarbrough, yeah. Richard Petty. Yeah. I would say those guys are the much— Silver Fox, David those, Pearson. They're they're today yeah. much better known in bigger boys than Brad Keselowski, yeah. Kyle Larson. Yeah. NASCAR is offering us up a bunch of stars that no one cares about, Dan. Well, here's the funny thing. It's too corporate and clean. It's just uh, too clean, it, Dan. It's we, just not what we NASCAR had a, should be. We've had two movies on NASCAR that we in different time eras, but the one I'll refer to is what NASCAR needs. It was a caricature, but we would love to have Ricky Bobby and the Magic Man <laughs> <laughs> or something because those guys were were characters, right? It's just today's today's blah, yeah, g- just generic yeah. vanilla yeah. drivers. It's just, I mean, I, I it makes but I you. Don't, I, I don't. But I'm just telling you, Rusty Wallace and yeah. and, I, and th- those guys were bigger names than today's guys. But they were bigger names because the sport was more popular. I can't put my finger. I, I don't necess- I, I There are reasons why. I don't know what the reasons are why the sport. Some would say it lost its, you know, with all, I say this in an endearing way, but, you know, it's southern, southern roots. Yeah, well, it's less popular. You know. Somehow it's less popular. And and I don't know if it got spread out too much. I don't know if NASCAR fans went to, you know, the racing channels for their information. I don't know. I will say this. We told this story before, but there was a time. We, I, we did local television for a lot of years. I've been doing local television for almost 40 years. I started in 1986, 
from 1986 till probably 2000, the, the number one question, my phone would ring in the office. Ring, ring, ring. I'd answer the phone. This is the old days now. Who's okay. on the poll? Who's on the poll? Hey, can you tell me who's on the poll, Daytona? Hey, can you tell me who's on the poll? You know? I, th- I, will say, I will say this. I don't think NASCAR did itself. I think that in in one of the major promotional vehicles for, for sports popularity, mm-hmm. I think is killing sports. And I think when we look at, say, baseball's deteriorating World Series ratings and we... We pin it all on people losing interest in the sport. We pin it all on the action of football, and we don't pin any on it on the slavery to television that makes things harder to watch. Mm-hmm. There was a day in NASCAR where the race was on Sunday afternoon at 1, and I'm not saying it has to be that, but it's on different nights, different days of the week, different networks. It's it's hard to get any like 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 consistency going with I think a lot of people want to watch NASCAR this way, Dan. They want to come home from church and they want to watch the race at two o'clock. Yeah. I think that's still what a majority of fans want to do. They don't want to have to wonder, well, was it Friday night on TNN? Mm-hmm. Is it Saturday afternoon on 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 you know True TV? Is the race Saturday night? Is it Sunday? Is it Sunday night? Are we racing Monday? When do you think NASCAR was at its ninety-eight? Apex. 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 Yeah. 98. The 2006 Daytona 500 was the most watched race in NASCAR history. Nearly 20 million viewers tuning into NBC. That's a lot, 20 million. That's a lot. Twice as many watched the World Series this year. Mm -hmm. Or the NBA Finals. Or a lot of sports. But I think think NBA and and, and baseball, they're, they're messing up their ratings too. They won't play any games when people can watch them, Dan. And doggone it, people don't want to stay up till midnight. To watch uh, two teams that they're not invested in, and why? Last year, eight point one seven three watched the Daytona five hundred. The lowest one was twenty twenty one four point nine zero. Um, yeah, two thousand six nineteen point three five five. It did an eleven three rating on NBC. Um, by far the most watched. Well, not by far. In nineteen seventy nine, though, when Richard Petty won on CBS, it did. 15 million. Watch. That's pretty good. And by the way, that 15 million is a larger segment of the population than, you know, because the, our, our, the number of viewers was less through, like total. Th- but through from 79 through 2000, it was 12, 13, 14 every year. It's, it's worse than it's ever been if you go by that, then it that went rating. Up, then it went 01 when Dale passed. And some say that would. Signified also, I, I guess, but there were still enough oh, sure. names and rivalries. Seventeen million watched Waltrip win that race. Eighteen the next year, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, seventeen, seventeen, and then the decrease started. But from thirteen to fourteen, Dale Junior won in two thousand fourteen. Only nine point three million watched. It dropped. From 16 well, to I, nine and, and here's what you deal with now. This is a reality. If Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, and Denny Hamlin are your old guard yeah. stars you're yeah. counting on, you're yeah. screwed. No one likes those guys. I mean, I shouldn't say no one. Yeah. But that's just, you know, the 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 caricature, the personality of what a NASCAR star was. Yeah. He was a man's man with oil underneath his fingernails. Now he's reason. got gel in his hair, and he's five foot six, 130 pounds. <laughs> this is the drill. 
It's a GFL Friday on Tintin XL. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. You know, E, right now I love hockey. I love hockey so much because the Icemen are red hot. They hot, sir. My Rangers are red hot. Hot, sir. Caliente. I'm in a good mood right now. Woo. Icemen are winning games. Rangers have won six in a row. Nick Luco's happy. His dog is happy. His people are happy. Good things are happening over there, Coach. How you doing? Uh, not too bad. How are you guys doing? You're doing better than not too bad. You should be happy. You should be great. Yeah, that's right. Long way to go. Long way, Long to, way go. to go. Long way to go. Atta baby. Atta baby. That's good, Coach <laughs> Speak. Coach, we got a big weekend, though. I mean, we got, we got. look, we got, what do we got, three games this weekend, home tonight, on the road, and then back home. Is that what we're doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Is that correct? Yeah, just your classic three and three. Uh, home away, home. So, uh, travel's not too bad up to today and tomorrow night. But, uh, yeah, it should be a big weekend for us. Now, here's the interesting thing, though. You play Saturday night in Savannah. So you get what time will you get out of there? Eleven, ten, or eleven? What time do you usually get out of after a, after a road game like that? Get back on the bus. Yeah, I mean we try to get out of there right away. I'd yeah. probably say ten, ten fifteen ish. Yeah. So then you got a little two. Hours yeah, you get home midnight, one a.m., and then you got a game at three o'clock Sunday. Well, what? How do you like? Yep. Give me an idea of behind. Take us behind the scenes here. You get you get home at one. What time do you have to get to the rink? What time do the players have to get to the rink for a three o'clock tilt? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, when we play those afternoon games, the guys don't come in in the morning. They'll just right. show up uh, two hours, two and a half hours before a game. So okay, they should be able to get a a good night's sleep out of it. I mean, I can remember when I was playing. Like after games, you're not falling asleep till one or two in the morning anyway. Sure, run on the adrenaline. So. Um, you know, at this point, we're all pretty used to it. We're used to these Sunday afternoon games. So, to us, it's kind of a walk in the park. This, uh, and we we talk about this every week, but again, the division remains incredible. You guys have played great hockey. You're winning winning regularly. Uh, you've gotten within six points of Greenville, who uh, are playing around the 500, but right behind you, uh, South Carolina is playing good, um, and and it, you know every everybody's still within striking range from the Everblades to the Solar Bears to the Stingrays to you guys and to the Swamp Rabbits. Is that correct? Kind of right in that area. Yeah, it's it's still super tight. Um, you know, as as well as we've been playing, Stoko's pretty much had the same exact record as us. So um, you know, we're kind of just keeping up with the pace right now. And Greenville slid a little bit, so now we're in striking distance. So. Um, we got to continue to be good throughout, uh, you know, the rest of the season here. 47 games. How many games do we play in a regular season, Coach? Roughly? 72. 72. So we got to wait. 25 left. Yeah, 25 left, man. Gosh, it's a long – that is a long season for these guys, huh? Yeah, it's a grind. You're going to have your ups and downs. Um, right now, we're, we're riding one of those highs. Yeah. Stay up there. It's different, too. That, I mean, listen – it, well, the NHL plays 80. Yeah, I get it. But the NHL travel space between games, it's a it's much different than cramming 72 in where you're, you know, home tonight, on the road tomorrow, back home Sunday afternoon. It's a little 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 bit different. Yeah. Uh, the NHL is a little more spread out, more weekday games. Um, travel's a little better. Nice uh, private uh, planes and, and things of that nature. But uh, for us, we grind on the bus, play the three and threes. 
it's for the love of the game. Love of the game, baby. Go check them out. <laughs> check them out tonight. Check them out Sunday afternoon. If you're looking for something to do, football's done. It's time to get on board with the Icemen as we chase the Kelly Cup. Nick Luco, the head coach, we appreciate your time, my man. All right, we'll talk to you next week. All right, go get them. Keep it rolling. There he goes, Nick Luco. They've been playing some great. Uh, great hockey of late. How'd your uh, Rangers do last night? Rangers time? are hot. They won yeah, seven. Chris Kreider had a hat yeah, trick. We beat the Le Habitant, which is always good. And Who's uh, the, are the who are the Lightning the best team? Who is no, the best team? We are. You are? Huh? No, I mean Panthers are really good. The Bruins are good. I tell you what they else? Like the Avalanche. Somebody I heard talking up the Avalanche. Well, I'll tell you this. There's no. We can get through the um, East. We could get to the Stanley Cup Finals. You're going to play a heck of a team in the Vegas Stanley Cup. Or, oh my God, Edmonton's was red Edmonton's hot. Edmonton's number one, by the way, in the uh, in the Vegas. Edmonton's the favorite. Really? Yeah. In fact, I was surprised when I uh, the Rangers were not in the top four. It was Edmonton. Yeah. <sighs> Vancouver's Boston. Is Vancouver up there? They've got more points yeah, than anybody uh, in the yeah, West. Vancouver and then Dallas the last, is the really Pan- good. The Panthers. Panthers are good. Yeah, I'm, those were the four. I'm, I'm telling you, out west, you've got Dallas. You've got Colorado. You've got uh, Winnipeg, you got Vancouver, you got Vegas. As well as Edmonton has played, um, they're only in third place in the Pacific Division. They're behind Vegas and Vancouver. So yeah. it is a – that again, whoever comes out of the West is going to be really good. Rangers are in first in the Metropolitan. They have 73 points. The Panthers have 74 points in the, in the uh, East. What, is, what do the Rangers have? 73. So you're right there in that. Yeah, and the Bruins have 74. What do the Lightning well. have in the East? Lightning have 65. They're down a little bit. They're in third in the East. Don't they have the score, though? Isn't that score for them? Kucherov. Yeah, Kucherov. They, he's uh, old. Is he not been a. Is he like a. Charlton says they're. they're would they're, Kucherov be, the, be like a, the equivalent of like suddenly next year Tyler Boyd leads the league in receiving? I mean, he's just a good player. He's having like a. I don't know that he's name. He's been around a little bit. But he's, he's been, been around yeah, for a while. Yeah. Right? Kinda, yeah. Maybe a, not. Quite that. Okay. Maybe T. Higgins. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, right, um, interesting. Yeah. But again, the Icemen are cool, though. Get out and see them. Yeah. I mean, you'll enjoy it. And they have a good team. And, and we're lucky here, man, from this standpoint, especially being a major league town. Mm-hmm. Most major league towns, if you go to a minor league event, it's, it's ghost town. Yeah. Snoozeville. But oh, it's all, fun. all ours, man. The mm-hmm. Sharks, mm-hmm. the Shrimp, mm-hmm. and the Icemen all have great. Most draw, times yeah. you're going to have five to 8,000 people at those games, and you're mm. going to feel the excitement and the energy, and that makes it uh, better. I'm going to ask you guys a quick question. I wonder if you can tell me the answer. I need you to tell me what do these three golfers have in common. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ready? Mm-hmm. Max Homa, Matthew Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. Rory McIlroy. What do these three golfers have in common? Max Homa, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Rory McIlroy. Well, let's see. They're... They've all they're all one on the PGA tour. Yeah, they're all one on the PGA Max tour. Max Homa's struggling right now, I know. Yeah, he was um, he wasn't too great yesterday. I think he was two over. Uh Fitzpatrick uh, Homa hasn't it, won a major, yeah, so it's, it's not such that. a it's such a hard question. I did it just to set it up and get you thinking that way. But uh, those three uh you know, finished behind the guy who can never win again yesterday after round uh, one in LA. Tiger was Tiger. plus one. It just goes to show you what a difficult game it is. Max Homa, to my knowledge, has not had 14 surgeries, Dan. No. Uh, he's two over. Rory McIlroy, to my knowledge, has actually won golf tournaments in the last month, Dan. Mm-hmm. He's three over. And Matthew Fitzpatrick, to my knowledge, won a major a year and a half ago, and he is four over par at this stage. So, Who has? Uh, you is, ha- Nick you have- is Nick? No, Nick Hardy's not the Canadian. What's the Canadian that just won? Uh, Nick Taylor. Nick Taylor. You have... Um... 
Homa this week in our thing? Yeah, he's no bueno. But I I'll, who somebody would, have Rory. Yeah, do you have Rory? Somebody has Rory. I got. I think I got Rory. Did you send that out this week or no? Yeah, he sent it out. It's on. Well, is, I saw it. Is it on email? Or? I, I'll send it to y'all again right now. Yeah, I know. I have. Um, uh, I don't Scotty know. Who, and, I never know uh, who I have. Morikawa. I know I took Homa. Did I take Zalatoris? Maybe. No, I didn't. It's a shame. No, because I, I would like to have taken him. You'd like to re uh, amend that. Well, it's 9.04. That means we got to take a break. We'll get 9 o'clock nasty when we come back right here on The Drill. I took... Oh, yeah. I always see the the airplane scene when this song is played. You know the the scene I'm talking about? We're in the dive bar, and he jumps up into her arms, and she spins him around and just, wee, lets him go. I think of uh, Revolta walking. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. You're the wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He could dance. Travolta. I like Travolta. I like him too. He's kind of I've gone through ups and downs with him over he's the years. He's an interesting cat. He's different. But. Just watch. Did you watch the movie that where he's the fan, where he's the obsessed fan? No. You'll like. It's on one of the. It's new on one of. It's either Hulu or. Okay. I think it might be Hulu or, or Prime or one of them. But he's like it's. Remember the old one with De Niro and Wesley Snipes? Yes. But it was a baseball fan. Yes. It's the same role, but this time he's the fan of like an action star, a movie star, and oh, it's okay. the same kind of thing. Same Stalks thing. him and oh boy. Uh, you know, loses his mind. You know what I've determined? Media beefs are great and a lot of fun as long as you're not in them, right? Yeah, We've yeah, talked yeah. about this before. And there's one guy who seems to be in the beefs more than any other, and maybe you can just chalk it up to being in a limelight, a spotlight that he just wasn't used to being in, even even though his his machine was rolling pretty good and he was successful before he went to ESPN, and I'm talking about who? ESPN, talk- Stephen A? I'm talking about Pat McAfee. Oh, Pat McAfee. So apparently McAfee has another. Uh, now, which one did we just have? He had one with someone. Who was it? He has them constantly. Yeah. Constantly. His most recent and continuing one goes with, and uh, by the way, you know this this seems like a one sided fight. At one point, I guess you could consider these guys equal entities, but now I consider McMahon to be a much larger, much bigger boy in the in the in the realm right now than Bill Simmons. McAfee, you mean? I think McAfee is better. You yeah, said McMahon. I'm sorry, McAfee is a much oh, bigger. Bill Simmons, the ringer. Yeah, Bill Simmons, yeah, who at oh, one yeah. point had a high, and then yeah, you know he's, yeah. he's you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of like the Tucker Carlson of sports media. He tried going somewhere else, and without your platform, you you, you lose him. You lose him, right? Yeah. But anyway, they've been going at it, and uh, most recently, um, taking shots at each other. It appears to have started when Simmons did an unflattering impression of McAfee on his podcast. <laughs> he does that thing where he makes Pat and McAfee look like an idiot surrounded by idiots. McAfee then came back at Simmons, noting both had promotions with FanDuel around the Super Bowl. I think Bill Simmons, who has it all figured out, I think he had like 8,000 people riding alongside him, McAfee said. Mm-hmm. That's a huge number. Yeah. Did not hit. That's really big. Really good, Bill. You have it. I think we had 250,000 or something like it. Keep running your mouth, Bill. Keep running your mouth. Uh, two days later. Okay. During his podcast, Simmons discussed sports ratings and took a dig at McAfee, though he refers to him as, quote, whoever replaced the 12 p.m. sports center. <laughs> Simmons does, is kind of funny. Uh, well, for sure. He's yeah. got that kind of. Yeah, um, good, good. Now, the point is now, uh, uh, Boomer and his co hosts were kind of kicking this around, and Boomer has a good point. He just asked real quick, which of these two is the bigger boy right now? Well, McAfee. By a mile. Yeah. 
So if you're McAfee, you know what? If you're Coke, you don't argue with Pepsi. Oh, yeah, you never. I don't even acknowledge yeah. it. Yeah. He said, uh, as a size said, look, man, you take the money. You put yourself on a platform where more people can see you. It's part of the job. Just take it. You know? Yeah. And that's what McAfee he said. seems to be a little sensitive. And, well, and because he, he's not used to it. When you listen, yeah. when you're doing podcasts yeah. only, yeah. the only people that are listening love to you, you are fa- you. super fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you cross over to here, the other media sees you. Look, I've done the same thing too with the guy who pays a million dollars to be his friend, right? I did that with mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, mm-hmm. we all know that, but it's just a little bit of a of a shot. I like McAfee's show. I I, I think uh-huh. it's entertaining. I like seeing him bust it up with his boys and do all the stuff. Not a fan of the tank top. I think that just yeah, makes it I'm, stupid. I hate the tank I top. I thought I saw him out of the tank top. I wondered if he had made the change, no, but he's just, back to they, it. Well, they Was make, it cold or I th- something? I think sometimes they make him. Like, you can't yeah, go in the Super his, Bowl. That's his thing. Yeah, yeah but he's going to wear that stupid thing all the time. I saw him, they some video on a private plane. He had the – it's dumb, man. Like when he's live at game days or whatever, he got I the know, tank top. I know on. you're trying to be blue-collar, redneck, dude. I get it. But, yeah, it's just I don't like the tank top. Okay. Listen to me. I wish tank tops were acceptable. I love a tank top. Oh, yeah. Okay. I wish tank tops were – like, there have been times we, in fashion history where tank tops have been in style enough to we wear We can't them. wear tank tops anymore. Oh, the hell I can't. <laughs> yes, y'all. Oh, yeah. oh, boy. Oh, yes, I can. Yeesh. And, and I don't care. All right. uh, one person is fine with me. That's Mr. P. I don't give a damn. I just say – Talk your talk, for, Jeff. For the comfort and the – just the, the, tank tops are the bomb, but you can't wear them. You look like you're in the 1970s somewhere. Huh? I'd like to see you start wearing the tank top. To I, maybe, I'll wear, maybe I will wear a tank top. You know what I would do? I'm this wearing is a how, tank top Monday. This is how vain you I would be. You can get away though. with it. This is how vain <laughs> I would be, though, E. I'd uh, say, yeah, I'm going to wear a tank top. No, and then I would do like two weeks of curls before I wore it in. <laughs> just a quick point. You know, just yeah. two weeks, that's all. Uh, two oh, weeks. Real quick. You know, the damn tr- push-up challenge is just absolutely killing my shoulders. I'm going to end up You're in traction. Are you still doing it? I can't do it. It hurts, yeah, man. I got, up to, I got up to like 44, and it just hurt so bad the yeah. next day. I'm like, Made oh, it to wow. February. Yeah, I just, fit, huh? I just quit like a week ago. But huh? It just hurt too much. Yeah, yeah. It hurts, it hurts. Nothing you can do. That's terrible. Uh, let's do some uh, Let's do some Jaguar talk. Ursie Dreamfinders Homes, uh, the official home builder of the PGA Tour Gators and Jags. They're everywhere you want to be. 20-plus Jacksonville communities. In the best locations. Look, a lot of draft talk going on right now and a lot of things going on. But the, yesterday they introduced the new defensive coordinator. And he said all the right things, man. I thought, I love defensive coordinators because they all they sound alike. They say the same things. They all hit the buzzwords. Tackle. Pursuit. Turnovers. Affect the quarterback. Sack. You heard every one of those, right? Yeah. Pursuit. Yeah. Every one of those buzzwords. Yeah. Aggressive. You no, that's yeah. what they do. And then I did a deep dive yesterday into the uh, into the uh, stats, which you know stats are a part of it, right? It's not everything, but and I thought you had a good point that the you know the Falcons maybe got more out of their defense than they should have. That's yeah. a positive thing, okay? But it you know I just if I was going to, <laughs> and I think this guy will do fine, okay? If I was going to hire Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. A defensive coordinator. I would go if I and I'm a head coach. I'd go. Let me see here. Yards per game defense. Cleveland Browns. Call Jim Schwartz. Get him on the phone. Let's see if we can he, wrangle well, him or, down. Or Steve Wilkes is available. They were third. Uh, I'd call Steve Spagnolo. You're not getting him. Though. Hey, Steve. I'll make you assistant head coach and double no, your no, salary. That's not no. Um, New York Jets were third. That guy with Although the Although Peterson and Spagnola probably work together. Yeah. 
Uh, Both coming, you know, along the Andy Reid line. Who was the Panthers' D corner, that Ivero kid? Yeah. Where'd he end up going? I don't know. He was fourth. Um, Dan Quinn's not coming. He was fifth. The Ravens guy got a head job. He was sixth. Uh, Belichick was seventh. You can bring call, him in. Call Bill. I everyone, I'm just saying everyone, that's... everyone likes this guy. Yeah, I know. So let's see. But I'm, it, you know, I, I don't know why. Falcons were 12th, by the way. I, I hear you. Sometimes yeah. if you're getting the hot shot, you want him to be second, not 12th. That's all. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But yeah. we'll see. I, I didn't say, look, he talked in cliche they only, they only, you have to. They only created 16 turnovers last year. That was another buzzword. They yeah. only got 16. They were yeah. minus 12. Not very good. Points per game. Uh, the Jags gave up 21.8. The Falcons gave up 21.9. Yeah. Very so, similar. Yeah, but again, I did, I, and, I, and I don't, that's only a part of the puzzle. I'm not, I know this. Yeah. I know the Falcons didn't have a guy on one side with 17 and a half and a guy on the other with 10. That's right. So uh, what that's you right. can do with your defense is going to be impacted by that. And by the way, can you play, uh, E, do you have his comments? Can you play the one about Trayvon Walker? Yeah, what he's going to do with him. Yeah, how he's best put, takes their, puts them in the best way to succeed. And, so for and I'll have us, a, I have an interpretation of that. Okay. Let's hear it. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll get I you the number. The I'll get you the number. Hold yeah. on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's by. my, we'll my this... bad, E. There's 20 of them, yeah, so. You son of a B. What have you done? All right, I got you right here. It is, uh, it's a cut uh, five, yeah. Good job. Here's kind of our philosophy with the players is, is we're going to put the player in a position that he can have success first okay. over the scheme. Okay. And so we're going to evaluate everything that he does well. Okay. And then if he can rush inside, then we'll put him inside, Gene, if – He's more of a better outside rusher. We'll keep him outside. Yes, we've evaluated those things, but 10 snaps is not enough to say that, yes, he can do that or he can't do that. And so we'll, we'll identify that once we get to OTAs. And, in, you know, and, and so it, it, the process is, is never ending. You know, and, and we'll, we'll put our guys in kind the best position. Kind of changes that narrative. Well, they played him some inside, doesn't it? St- this is what I'm thinking. Many of us believe... Many of us, and I'm not the expert, but I've talked to coaches and players. Many of us believe he's better inside. That's right. So if you're going to give him the best chance to succeed, if I could get another edge rusher and get eight, nine sacks from Walker inside, sign me up, bro. You also have to determine some defensive coordinators, some coaching staffs may say, well, I got an edge guy with 10. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's better on the edge. We just have, because he struggled on the edge. We want him inside. We don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I, I do think this. He's such he a seemed great... like he was Vic, kind of Vic Beasley-ish. In other words, I felt like yes. he wasn't around the quarterback yeah. except for those and 10 Jeff, sacks. It's not like, like what, Allen was always what's in What's the buzzword with Trayvon Walker <clears throat> that everybody raves about with him on the football field? Strong. Athleticism, yeah. right? To me... He would dominate centers and guards and he might. more than he would do with well, tackles well, who are the better, quicker feed athletes. And Trayvon does not really, he has not really developed any moves except brute power. It sounds like they're at least going to explore that. Yes. Whereas the old staff, it was never really. For whatever reasons, uh, we don't know who, correct. we don't know well, why. It may but, be because who are you going to put on the edge? Well, also Jason? fair. Also fair. You know, I mean, they haven't done anything. So what, what are you going to do with. You know, it's, I tell you what, you can't keep drafting guys in round three, four, and five and them not develop into players. And that's what Balky has done too many times at all positions. Yeah. We draft guys in rounds three, four, and five, and three years later, they're out of the league. I mean, that's just, it's, it's, it's that, that part's terrible. And that we're sitting, we're, we're sitting overstocked at a position 
that this dude has used a lot of capital on, and that position is linebacker. This guy's gone Lloyd, Muma, Miller. Yeah. What are we doing, dude? Yeah. I swear to God, if we draft a linebacker in the first three rounds, uh, I'm going to break my I hand would not on the put wall. anything past Balky. He does not, you know, march to the beat of a typical drummer. His drummer is is out of tune and it's got one drumstick. Yeah. But anyway, so we shall see. And again, uh, he'll get a great chance. He was, you know, he 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 won the press conference. He went, walked around and talked to each media person there individually and introduced himself. He was did the right things, yeah, which again, they, no big deal. He's but, young and excited. They, they're, yeah. they're, they're is, they think good about him around the league, Yeah, but it does scare you when you look at a guy and his stats are meh. Mm-hmm. And they're meh. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, you win with numbers. You do. You may not like them. I yeah. mean, you can, you can, you know, rationalize stats and not having them, but at the end of the day, you know, uh, here's a stat for you. The score. Yeah. Speaking of numbers, DreamFinders Homes offering an amazing 3.99 interest rate year one of your mortgage. Go to DreamFindersHomes.com for more details. It's, again, I, I, I wish that the offseason would begin in earnest like we would sign somebody. Or you want to get past this, 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 mm-hmm. the, you know, where you still are, and yeah. if we get some good news on this mm-hmm. guy and that guy, it can at least, you know, give us something else to think about other than five out of the last six. I also wanted to mention that movie, The Fanatic. Yeah. Which revolts. I was shocked to see who directed it. I did not know that this guy was doing Scorsese. it. Scorsese. Um, no. Durst. Fred, Fred Durst. Durst. I huh? did it all for the nookie. Yeah. yeah, the the lead singer of Limp Bizkit, yeah. the Jacksonville kid, has now transitioned. Yeah, he was the director for that feature film, <laughs> That's what's up. The Fanatic. Yeah, we got the Ox Gator on the uh, All Roofing Hotline. Yeah, Gator, good morning. Good morning, Guggins. What's wrong? It's a sad. It's a sad day. Oh, what's wrong? What happened? You all right? Uh, not really. Um, so the daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys, I remember calling you guys, calling your show when mm-hmm. she was born. Yeah. Over Baptist South, uh, yeah. 17, going on 18 years ago. Mm. She's a senior she now is, uh, uh, down there in St. Uh, John's uh, County. Yes, she is. And uh, time to apply for college as well. Yesterday, oh, no. she got accepted to Florida State University. Um, oh, no. How are you handling this, Gata? Not well. Not well. <laughs> well, you know what? But, Dan, will have you send money to that despot program that wouldn't take your daughter. That's what they're Wait a minute. Huh? We don't know if she didn't yeah. get in there yet. Yeah. Well, we don't we don't find out about UF yeah. until next Friday. Spoiler alert, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's she's pretty sharp. Now I hear you. She got a shot. She's got a shot. She's gonna get in. I had listen to me. I, I had a daughter with a four six. All right, 50 hours of college credit and the Girl Scouts equivalent of the Eagle Scout. And she had to wait and go in winter. <laughs> Yeah, that might, be where, that, fall, that might be where that might be the track that we have to take because she's she's a president of the National Honor Society. Well, there you she's go, got yeah. fifty hours. She's sure. a she's a sharp cookie. She's got a four or five. Yeah, same but thing. She's uh, but if she doesn't get in, uh, what I'm waiting for. <laughs> I mean, this is a kid that I used to when I rocked her as a baby. I used to sing "We Are the Boys" in Florida, our alma mater. <laughs> they don't care, Ox. They don't care. And unless you were doing, hey, unless you were doing it in Singapore, they yeah, don't give a damn. Yeah, yeah. Well, if they call me, I'm waiting for some <laughs> oh, no. sophomore yeah. kid to call yeah. me. Oh, God, no. And they ask for money. Oh, Ox puts a talk on because him. You don't want to do that? I will put oh, yeah. heavy, heavy you F should. talk right you on should. this kid. <laughs> I would, I would. The amount of money I've given to that school. Oh, yeah. no, yeah, Gator. Uh, you're fools. Of, you're both of you. Fools for giving that I've, amount of most emotion that I've you mm. know, just poured out over this university. Yes. yes, If they tell her no and she ends up over there doing that, 
chop over there Oof. in that secondary college. Uh, you definitely like my daughter. Look for me at the top of the Dames Point. You, you oh, need to. If, well, if the, if you get the delayed entry or however, you do whatever it takes to get her to Florida because they'll forget about yeah. that 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 semester or that year. It'll feel like they never set it out. And yeah, so you have to. Would do she that. go but to? Does she want to go to Florida? This Gator? is this is why though. She wants to go to Florida. Florida's her number one. Okay. This is why I told you. This is why when you they're they're begging for my money, you check. No, mm-hmm. I could win the Powerball. I'm not sending them a dollar, Ox. <laughs> Not a, not a well, yeah. I, I, I want them to. If do I win well, the Powerball, I'll, I'll give a donation to Florida me. in your name. Yeah, that's good. You give it, make it, <laughs> make it a small one. Make it fifty cents. I just get, I get my ten grand right, Dan. If you if you win the Powerball. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not me. All right. Well, I'm pulling for you. Ten I'm grand, by the way. What a yeah. cheap. That's state. crazy. Hey, I'll take it. Hey, give me a hundred. I'd be happy. Yeah, he'll take it. If he give, oh. if he win, Dan wins the Powerball and gives me ten thousand, I'm gonna burn it right here in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Well, right. Give it to me. Give yeah. it to me right in front of him. I think I'm going to sit here and watch that money burn. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, thank you, Ian. No, what you well, need to do, you, e, you need to be hoping I'm winning the Powerball. You get about <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. 100 times more than he's giving you. <laughs> know, right? All right. This is, what are we going to, is it advice? The, 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 the mailbag is overflowing. It's a Friday here. advice day. All right. Friday advice for you Googans who've got some issues out there, and, and especially. And can I say this without being like sounding too naughty? But like in the sexual realm, you people are crazy, man. Anyway, hopefully that's not it. I, can I just get some something easy, like where should our kid go to college, Dan? Can I get something that's just not so out there? We've had some real, real high, you it's know, tough. high tax bracket psychological issues lately. So. Yeah, we'll see how we do next. It's a GFL Friday. All right, back here on the drills. GFL Friday, we're coming down the home stretch. We're going to get into your your issues. Y'all got some issues out there. We're going to give you expert advice, kind of advice that's landed us in these prime catbird seats of our own. I got a quick question for you, dude. Because this used to not ever be a question for me, and I found myself I have completely transitioned from one uh, style to the next. Do you guys ever get your chicken tenders anything other than fried? Like you ever gotten the grilled chicken tenders? Yeah, I tried the it before, but yeah. I get them all I the like time the now. Like so, what I get, like we do, do like, like it's better PDQ for you. or something. Yeah, yeah PDQ. PDQ. Yeah. I get the grilled man, and I have been really enjoying it's, them. It's better for you, for better sure. For you, yeah. But, I like putting them in stuff. Like I'll get those grilled ones and put them in a you know some wraps we have at the house. Mm-hmm. You know, make it up that way. I don't know. It's just got a good. Uh, or or if I go to the get the nuggets at Chick Fil A or somewhere. Yeah, grilled, uh, grilled. Yeah, but I, I, prefer, I would have never I, thought of doing it. It seems yeah. weird, but I, prefer I, I like it. Now I love Give them fried. I love them fried too. Yeah, but I and I'm not doing it necessarily for health. I know they probably are healthier grilled. Right. I just I like you know well, good for you. I just wonder, were you I, grilled or fried? It's you're both fried though. Yeah, I'm a fried. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hung out. once in a while on a salad. I'll get grilled. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, every now and then yeah. I do that. Too. And I don't mean it as a sandwich. I'm just talking about like just literally grabbing the yeah, I hear tenders. You. Yeah. I hear you. Quick question for y'all. Uh-huh. Have y'all heard of a, a silent disco man, before? Man, you're in some, some stuff now. <laughs> I'm not kidding. My man, what, what, E, man. What, what I, happened? He'd be a fly on the wall with it, it, this dude's <laughs> I just, car. I'm I mean, hanging out, man. He, this, every night he's going to do something, and, it'll be, and it's the most you went to a silent disco eclectic last night? stuff, yeah, Nick. Yeah. Like one night it'll be I'm at Wednesday church service, and Thursday <laughs> I'm at, you know, d- 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 I know, I know who goes to, I know who goes to silent discos, E. Who? What is this? The silent? ladies. 
What is the they silent? Did. What is the silent disco? So, first, tell everyone. So, I guessed what it was, but yeah. tell everyone what it is. So last night I went and supported our guy Caleb Williams. Uh, Rebolt. They beat uh, Walton last night okay. in the uh, first round of the playoffs. So you went to a high school game, high school. but that wasn't enough. Then you had to go clubbing. So as I'm driving home, I'm like, "What's all that? What's all that going on over there on the South Bank?" I'm like, so let me turn over here on the South Bank, and it was stro- it was strolling sip on the South Bank. I was like, let me just go. Sip. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So now, I went over. And uh, over there by the Doubletree Hotel, they do uh, a silent disco. I never did a silent disco before, but is it I always inside hear about it. and like it's in, in the in, courtyard. Oh, it's, it's in the it's outside. Beautiful. Look over, looking over the water. Okay, now beautiful. what is it? So silent disco intimates that there's dancing, but oh, there's yeah. no music. So they handed me some headphones. Okay, I knew the concept, just never did it. They said, "Here, here's your headphones. Go have fun." And then, so what it is is three channels on the headphones, mm-hmm. and they light up. So if one channel is blue, one channel is green, one channel is red, and you see people just dancing and doing their thing. You take off the headphones, they're all singing whatever song is whatever's playing. Just, they're, they're dancing and twerking. Yeah. Some of them doing the electric slide on oh, one station. Oh. It was pretty cool. So yeah. three different stations, three different vibes. Are you now hooked? Will you be going back to that event? How about yes? Yes. I'll slide is again. It, I, I got a better. I gotta, is it a regular, like every Thursday they, night? They or? do it once, once a month. I want to say the first Thursday every yeah. month down there on the South Did Lake. you leave cool. the silent disco alone? Solo. I had to be to work early in the morning, man. Okay. Come on, Dan. My Let's man, there's something else about E that I could never do. My uh-huh. man is not afraid just to go. He doesn't have to have the posse with him no, or no, buddies. No, no. He goes by himself to oh, these yeah. things. He good. He lives yeah. a life. He good. He's something else, that one. Mm-hmm. All right, time to uh, give out some advice, I guess. It's all right. brought to you by Pet Paradise, although sometimes they would uh, swear to you it's not. Pet Paradise is the best, man, for all your pet service uh, needs. It's Pet Paradise from the climate-controlled suites to the in, in-house veterinary care, New Day Veterinary Care, grooming, boarding, long-term play dates. You get it all with Pet Paradise and PetParadise.com. He has printed these letters up for me. Yeah, we got letters. Y'all sending them in from all over, from the beaches, from the west side. We went as far south as, uh, as, as Flagler County this week, so let's see if we can help. This from the beach. Dear Drill. 50-year-old man. I've been divorced a couple times. The last one was two years and eight months ago. Last year, I met a wonderful woman. We've been dating and building a beautiful relationship together. A month ago, I proposed. She accepted. Everything is going great. All right. But I'm intimidated by all the men she's been with prior to uh, us. Okay. She's had a lot of toxic relationships and was sexually active with a lot of different men. When we have sex, she tells me I'm not assertive enough. She wants me to be more aggressive. It makes me feel like she isn't happy with me sexually, and sooner or later she'll look outside our relationship. Am I right to feel this way? I don't want to be in a relationship that will end up, that will end because of our sex life. What should I do? Yeah. E, I'm no. going to let you handle that first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Boy, you better dig in that bag and let that thing out, man. You just got to give it to her. What she, don't be scared. That's what they say. Don't be scared. Don't so, be scared. So dig in that little bag, uh-huh. and don't be afraid to spice that thing up, spice man. It. Dude. Spice it, bros. Unleash that beast, my Unleash boy. Unleash that beast. Let that thing go. Drop it. No. Like it's hot. No. No, 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 no. My men went over to the park for a game of slow pitch softball. Okay? <laughs> and Garrett Cole walked out to the mound and started throwing sliders 100 mile down fastballs. He in the wrong game. He on the wrong roster. And, yeah, he'll never be enough for her. And my man's going to come home from work in six years and and his gal is gonna have oh, no. the seventy eight inch uh, TV. Oh no! With a camera feed of her and whoever she's with in the back room. Oh, well, you better get with it, boy. Yeah, he, get with he, it. he can't get with it. That's a if that doesn't immediately appeal to you, you're screwed. Uh oh. Right? Like that's gotta be like. 
he's coming. That was, hey, man, I met this girl. Drive by. No, uh, he's just too timid for her. She's just too much. <laughs> yeah, she might that be too horse much is for too wild, man. You need to move on along, get on the carousel. T- you better try to dig in that bag, yeah, man. You ain't happening. Yeah, all right, there you go. Uh, too, dear too Drew, I've always been close to my Find children. Find a nice, boring woman that doesn't want to make you, quote, extend yourself. I've always been close to my children. This is from the West Side. But now that they're adults, it seems I'm losing my connection with one of them. He's married. He married a girl of a different race. And while that doesn't bother me... Tell me you're a racist without telling me you're a racist. I have a strong hunch she's the reason he's distanced himself from not only me, but the rest of the family. When I is rec- it because she's a she or another race? When I recently <laughs> shared with him that I felt his wife is a bit of a busybody and overstepped some boundaries, he told me he no longer wants a relationship with me. Yeah. I don't think I said anything so bad that he totally removed himself from our lives, but I'm no longer going to try to force him to be part of this family. After I blocked his wife from social media because she doesn't interact, but stalks and then reports back to him. He has blocked me. I'm usually good at dealing with conflict, but he's steadily drawing further and further away. I love all my children, but he needs to realize it's not all about his wife. We're his family, too. You're right. I really need help with this yeah, one. You do need help, lady. You're a you're a toxic uh-huh. helicopter parent uh-huh. that nobody wants to have anything to do with, and you're toxic, over-parenting, and, and entitlement is going to cost you your relationship. You're lucky all he does is not talk to you. Yeah, you're you're miserable. And so it's none of your business. By the way, to all you parents out there, if your kids are getting married, you'll never win. Never win if you start criticizing the spouse unless they come to you and are looking for someone to help pile on because it's gotten there. Just stop. And that lady sounds like an immature little 16-year-old. Uh, you know, who's just, I, I don't, so yeah, no, you're, you, you deserve to be blocked. The things that you say, you're obviously a lot more immature and, and, and uncaring as you think you are. E? Yeah, lady, uh, you, you're doing too much. So, so yeah, when, as soon as they block you, it's, know that it's real. As soon as they block you on social media, you know that it's real. I think that's fair. All right. That's your drill advice. We'll make yeah, a turn for home next. Do the best we can on a GFL Friday. Now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers, equal opportunity employer. Hello, Tony. Good morning. What are you and Mike cooking up for a Friday of Jaguars today? We'll be hanging out with Tom McManus Tommy for Mac. a Friday here on Jaguars today. And our question of the day today asking, who do you think starts the most games at left tackle for the Jacksonville Jaguars next season. Ooh. Your options in the poll, Cam Robinson, Walker Little, Anton Harrison, or someone else. Wow. That, is a, that, is, that does take some guesswork there because yeah, we don't know we exactly don't know. how they feel about Cam or Little or any of them. The only thing I think that I would guess bet on is that Cam will be here, only be here if he restructures. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like he'll be here under the terms of his I, I, don't know. I, don't I also feel yeah. like this. Like, like part of it moving, and maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it feel like the difference between left tackle and right tackle is not as great as it used to be because teams pass so much? Then they, I don't know. And, they, and their pass rushers come from both sides. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I wonder. I wonder if it's still considered to be just this, like you know, A and B yeah. level. 
Well, you know, it's like work. Bosa usually lines up on the right mm-hmm. tackle. Right. You know, Strahan his whole career right. lined so up on the right tackle. Right, so why wouldn't put him there? I think they're you equally know? important, I guess, is my point. You know, I'll there are, it does feel like it switches more. It used to yeah. be your best pass rusher lined up on the left tackle, and now it's like, eh, not so much anymore. Yeah. It will be a revamped offensive line. That's the one thing we For can sure. all be sure of. So, all right, well, have a great show. Thank Mike you. and Tony getting ready. It's Jaguars Day. It starts at the top of the hour, 10 o'clock. Tommy Mack here as well, and uh, we head into the weekend. So long.